Remember, anyway, yeah, that's coming out in July, right? I that, that's what I'm talking about. Like, I don't remember what date. It's either June or July, but yeah, what I think July. Yeah, I think you're right, July. I can't listen. I can't commit the the date to memory anymore because <laughs> I've done that three times already, and none of those have happened. So enough. You don't you don't get you don't get my memory, Black Widow. I'll go see you when you come out randomly. <laughs> the following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. The topics discussed may include drugs, alcohol, or be sexual in nature. This show is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. I'm serious. It's dirty. Really, really dirty. Still here? Then pour your favorite beverage, sit back, and let's get this fucking show started. Fantastic Forum, assemble! You listen to Fantastic Forum, the premier show about comic books, and your live weekly conversation about geek culture and entertainment. We are the Fantastic Forum, coming to you live and direct from Fantastic Forum Studios, Los Angeles. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night, as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you should stick with us. We'll help you take it up a notch. You have the usual suspects in the building first. He is a riddle inside of an enigma trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. You don't know him. You love him anyway. He's our silent assassin, Jay. Hey, what's up? Next, he is the backbone, the pillar, the strength of fantastic form, and our knight and vulnerable brawler and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. What's up? And as for myself, my name is Lawrence Young. They call me Mayor Young. Welcome to Fantastic Forum. Uh, we got a great show for you today. We are going to be talking to you all about Godzilla versus Kong. Yes, it is out. We will be giving you a review and hopefully talking to you all about that particular film. We're also going to be talking to you all about the uh, Netflix animated series, Pacific Rim, The Black. And we'll be talking about the uh, Adult Swim animated short, Opal. So we got all that. And of course, whatever else it is that you all want to talk about. So make sure you go ahead and uh, let us know what that is. Chime in, join the conversation. Um, before we do all that, though, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, because without him, this show would not have existed. So thank you, Scott Rubin. Hope you're doing well, good sir. Uh, yeah. So I'm excited. As you can tell, it's going to be a, a really cool show because we got a lot of really cool things to talk about. Also, um, if you want to get down with Fantastic Forum, we're going to go ahead and tell you how it is you can do it. Yeah, we're, we're going to tell you. We're going to tell you. We're going to tell you right now. Oh. Right now. Want to get in on the action? Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? That's okay. 
You can join the Discord chat room available at fantasticforum.live. Join the party. You know you want to. I would, I would just like to take this moment to mention the tremendous work ethic of our intern. She, she's a phenomenal woman. Everyone knows that about her. Thank you. Intern. We told you not to talk about her assets anymore. No, 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 no. I didn't. I, I was just talking about her as an individual. Nothing about her physically. I don't. I don't even know what she looks like anymore. I forgot. We have to have another meeting. Oh, son of a. <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, gents, good to be here. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have Oz yet. Uh, I'm hoping that he'll jump in sooner than later, because. I'm actually like I, I'm. I'm really interested here. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Zillin chat made me laugh. What do you say? It's gonna give it to you. Oh wait, too soon. Damn. See, <laughs> see. We were just talking about him last week. It's the Fantastic Forum curse. R.I.P. D.M.X. Wait, I, D.M.X. isn't dead. Uh, I, I think hey. it's. A Oh, hey man! Don't put that out into the into the world, man. DMX is gonna pull through. Let's let's send him positivity. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, nah, man. That's a that's a tough guy, man. He yeah. he's been through a lot, so I believe that he will pull through. I'm I'm rooting for DMX, but Me too, yeah, that's good, not, you know. yeah. But we were talking I mean, about. I'm reading. I'm rooting for him too, but you know, Oz isn't here, so somebody has to say these things. I, I, you, you're right. You're right. You're right. Like until Oz gets here. So, um, but gents, we we should just go ahead. Let's just get into it. Let's talk about uh, Godzilla versus Kong, and just you know, off the top, there's going to be some spoilers, folks. So, um, you know, Can I will say like first, all the spoilers. Say what? Can we do all the spoilers? Yeah. I mean, sure, I guess. I don't I, look. Here's the thing. I, what I was literally about to say was, I don't feel like this is the kind of movie where, like, it, it's one. It's, it's well, it's not like Guardians, but it's one of those things where it's like the the experience is what you go for, right? Like, it's like I don't feel like I don't feel like me telling you about it is the same thing as you seeing it. In this particular instance, at the same time, I know a lot of people are rooting for Kong, and he he does not do well. Jay is just like gonna just gonna put it out there. Like I love it. I love it. I'm like, okay, you, well, you right. should do the spoilers scroll, right? Yeah, Jay. Do we have a spoiler scroll? I mean, make it, Jay. You got okay. it. I will you make it that time. No, we have a over scroll. Oh, that's for the Oh, got you. Well, look, you can do a spoiler scroll. Yeah, but also, too, while you're doing that, I'm going to bring in some, some callers, Jay, because I see we got people here already. Godzilla, Godzilla vs. Kong has brought the people out. Ladies and gentlemen, what, one, of, one of the biggest Godzilla fans I know personally, Ray is in the building. What up, Ray? Hey guys, how are you, man? I'm doing good. I heard you can talk about this. So like, I have to get in on this. So there, there you go. Listen, I would feel wrong if if you didn't call in. I'd be like, why does he hate the show? 
<laughs> Why does he hate the show? It's like we're talking about one of his most favorite things, and he was just like, ah, but not there though. <laughs> He's like, I'll, I'll talk about it anywhere else, but not there. <laughs> so, also, hold on one second. Hect, hey. look, Hect, you are the fifth member of Fantastic Forum. What up there, Hect? What's up? Hello, people. Hect, Hect, have, have you had the opportunity to watch uh, Godzilla vs. Kong already? Oh, I thought you guys were talking. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What did you what did you think we were talking about right now? I thought we were still talking about DMX. Oh, you can talk about DMX? I mean for, for a hot second, like we're not gonna dedicate a segment to it. It's fucked up. Yeah. Why? Okay. We're over it now. Look, it'd be it'd be it'd be effed up if he was dead. Even then, this isn't a hip hop I mean, show. <laughs> as I makes us isn't you know it? point out often. <laughs> But yeah, I saw, ahead, I saw I saw Godzilla and Kong. Oh, but what did you? Th- what were your thoughts on DMX though? I didn't mean to cut you off. I oh no, I was just I was just fucking around. I think it's sad, but you know, where the hood at? You know. <laughs> Look, but here's the thing though: there are people gathered outside the hospital for DMX. Man, like. There's you can't say that like there's a lot of rappers that would go down like that and they wouldn't have people outside their hospital, you know what I'm saying? Especially like it's and you know it's one of these things where yeah, I, I'm not trying to bash the dude in any way, shape, or form, but like I'm I'm just trying to speak truth in the sense that you know DMX's best years career-wise are behind him, you know what I'm saying? But he's yeah. made enough of an impact that when this happened to him, people are like, dude. We got to go out there for it. I didn't realize how prominent he was. Like, I knew he was a dude, like a a known dude. But I didn't know he was that known that people are like, oh, man, that happened? Oh, that's that's tragedy. Let me me tell you, man. I will say. Oh, go ahead, Jay. His movies are terrible. No, no one is talking about his movies, Jay. Like, what? What? Like, he's like, let me. He, he's like, oh, he's I, on the ground. I, best I, just I just don't want people to forget that he was an amazing rapper, but a terrible movies. But why is that Jay relevant? Wants, Jay just wants to keep the balance. That's all. I like. I, it's like they. He acted like we were overpraising DMX. We were just like, no, I mean, like, like. Jay, on, always, Jay, you know how Jay is. Jay always speaks ill of the dead. <laughs> <Not dead yet. laughs> but he wants to be the first. Jeez, oh, man, it's a tough crowd. This fantastic I, I'm just trying not <laughs> to make the bad joke. So I, listen, Trust me, I'm a DMX fan. I have like three of his albums. Yeah, no, listen, I'm a fan myself, and that's the thing where you know, like I said, yeah, three more albums than I have. Despite the fact that, you know, it's not like DMX came out with a hit album anytime in the last, like, five years. But the albums he did come out with, like, the body of work that he did have is so prominent and, and it's lasting. And I'm telling you, that that Rough Rider era, like, when he was on top with him and Swiss Beats and all those people, man, like, come on, dude. Like, it was crazy. Like, they, there were cats out here on these little... uh these little friggin' uh, 
Kawasaki motorcycles that had no business riding them. They were like, oh, they're trying to like and it's like, my dude, like you are gonna kill yourself. And you know, I mean, it's like I get it. Like you're trying to like be like the people you see on TV, but look, that lifestyle is not for everybody. You're not one of those dudes. So you know. But anyway, yeah, man, I'm wishing him the best, man. And and I'm like I said, I'm pulling for this dude. Like I believe, like he can be better. I, you know, I, I, yeah, I think he can be better, and I hope that's the case. So he can be better than better. He can be best. <laughs> you say be best. <laughs> no offense, so guy. I'm not entirely sure who DMX is actually. <laughs> Wait, Ray, I love you for saying Look, that. You ain't I'm alone. Broken. I'll tell you that. You ain't alone. It's so sincere. Like Ray is like, like I don't know what it is about people in the hip hop era like in the hip-hop sphere like raymond is able to insulate himself from that in a way that's unnatural <laughs> and he grew up with larry like that's weird no but it's such a he lie. did the movie cradle to the grave with jet lee man if you don't stop it what, was he in that movie yeah i remember him more as an actor than a rapper no, no, I saw that movie and I don't remember him in that. I legit. He was the other guy. It was Jet Li and him. Look, all I remember, look, I saw it for Jet Li. That's what I saw it for. Like, it's look, look. Jet Li also known for making some pretty terrible movies. Whoa! Uh, wait, what? What are you talking look, about? I, I, I'm Defend not going to say that's not true. Romeo must die to me. Go, go ahead. <laughs> the merits of Romeo must die. No, he's made terrible American movies. Exactly. Uh, yeah, like, you that's the caveat. And take the the one of maybe like the three bad movies that Jet Li made, and pretend like he didn't make friggin' fighting movie classics. Like I'm just saying, like I didn't say he made no good movies. I'm saying what? Romeo must die is terrible. Yeah. I mean, credit to the grave is bad, but Romeo must die. Was and, Fucking worse. And, and, just, and just to go and just to go back to Moses's point, where it's like, here's here's Jay again, trashing Aaliyah who's passed away because that's what Jay's favorite pastime is. Is apparently is I did, which I didn't even realize. Thing, I don't even know. I don't even know that she's dead. Wow. You think you think Aaliyah's alive, like Tupac or something? Like what does that mean? Is she the one with the car crash? Was she in the vampire movie? Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. She was. She was. And her brother had to redo her her lines, and it was crazy because his voice is like he sounds just like her. Packer Klein chat says DMX was also in the movie with Steven Seagal called Exit Wound. He, he again, was terrible movie. That was an I excellent mean, Seagal makes some really bad movies. Wait, wait a minute. I'm not saying he didn't make good ones, but I think I feel like he made more bad than good movies. Listen. I, I would venture that all Steven Seagal movies are of the same quality, and it's just the moment in time they come out that made them better than what you thought. Like, I love. Don't get me wrong, I'm, saying, I'm not saying they're terrible movies, but and you know some are definitely better than others. But I think they're all of like Steven Seagal is you know he's right in this little like section. He's not trying to like you know make. He's not looking for Oscar. So you think Under Siege is better? Is just the same as, you know, was it the the Alaska one? Was it Burning Ground or something? 
Listen, oh, on deadly ground. What I'm saying, what I'm saying to you, I'm not on saying they're. Ground, I'm not saying they're just as good. What I'm saying to you is, Under Siege isn't as good of a movie as you think, and the last <laughs> one is as bad of a movie as you think. All this to say that King Kong versus Godzilla. <laughs> It, it, it's I, I'm not going to listen to this garbage, Larry. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm unsubscribing because of you now. I, I love that all of that is considered spoilers for Kong Godzilla. All of it is. All of Spoiler. it is. All of it. So this is going to be the best like, episode damn. of Fantastic Form. So like, hey. Who's doing the rundown for the movie? Who's going to do that for us? Is it you, Mary? No, absolutely not me. It, it, look, Ray. Would you be so kind as to summarize what this movie is about for us? Okay. I can do yeah, that. Okay. Do I'll do a good job. You'll, you'll do a great job. So, pretty much the movie starts. Spoilers, if anyone hasn't seen it, you're too late now. <laughs> you're starts off, now. You see Kong <laughs> on the island doing his random Kong things. And, it's, and you see him grab a... He makes like a spear out of a tree and hucks it in the sky. And you find out that he's in a they domed Skull Island entirely, apparently so that Godzilla would never sense him and try to kill him. And they're worried that oh he's getting too big, we need to find something to do with him. And that's and there's this little girl on the island. They apparently all the people from Skull Kong Skull Island died in some kind of storm, and she's the only one left. And she can talk to Kong. That's kind of her deal. And then skip forward. You see, yeah, the, there's this guy doing this podcast saying this company called Apex is up to some shady stuff and he's going to reveal it all. And because to him, he apparently works at Apex and seems sneak in to his work. It's just this big manufacturing facility. And then Godzilla attacks this facility. And he kind of uses the diversion of Godzilla attacking to kind of sneak in more. And he sees this big weird thing. He doesn't know what it is. And then everyone around the world is like, why is Godzilla attacking people? He's supposed to be our savior, but he's attacking us now. And then cut back to the... What, uh, sorry if I'm all over the place, but... Um, the film's all over the place. Exactly. Like yeah. this is, you're, you're talking about the movie. And, you know, feel yeah. free. Like, you don't do every detail, but broad stroke, basically. Okay. Then pretty much you see the, the head of this Apex company recruits this guy because he had this theory about the Hollow Earth, which was mm -hmm. mentioned in Skull Island. And they, he basically tells him we need Kong to lead us to the hollow earth to find this energy source that'll help humanity. Mm -hmm. And the guy's like, okay, I'll do it. But he, and then he go and because also because the lady that main researcher for Kong is like his ex girlfriend. Mm -hmm. So he goes to the, his ex girlfriend, is like, we need Kong because he, one, you said he can't stay here and he need, we need to lead him to the, the hollow earth. And she, and she can, and he convinces her mainly saying, we're not going to use his weapon or anything. We just need him to get there and it'll be good for him. Mm -hmm. And she is, her main worry is, well, when they take him out, Godzilla's going to come after him. And that pretty much happens. They strap him to a boat, they drug him up. <laughs> and then the little girl goes along with him for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like they don't, but then it's revealed that she can talk to Kong with sign language because she's. And then for some reason, Kong, even though he was monitored completely on the island, nobody ever saw the girl talking. No. About no. That wasn't but, American. Yeah. That wasn't American sign language, was it? I have no idea. There is a reason they bring the girl, and that is because she uh, has a connection with Kong. 
like even without them knowing that they can communicate, they show that they have a connection and he, she has a calming effect on him. And the yeah. the researcher lady like kind of looking after her too, right? Is that part of it? Yeah, she she like adopted her. Right. So that that's the reason. Yeah. Well, and then pretty much what Godzilla does attack the boat. The fight scene ensues. This was the first fight, right? Yeah. 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 And fight number one. Yeah. If this one is fairly Godzilla heavy because it's in the water, and he can breathe underwater, and Kong can't obviously. So they decide to let Kong out of his restraints so he can fight, but it doesn't really do much. <laughs> and you get the scene from the trailer we see him fighting on top of the aircraft carrier. But then Godzilla drags Kong under under the sea and just starts dragging him down. So the humans have to help by shooting depth charges at Godzilla to let make him let go of Kong. So Kong pops back up and he passes out back on the boat and they're like Turn everything off, we have to pretend like we're dead. So Godzilla won't try to kill us. And it works. <laughs> and like, what are we gonna do now? And then, oh, and then it goes back to the conspiracy guy who I totally forgot that. Uh, the girl from King of the Monsters, Millie Bobby Brown, her that actress, she goes and finds the conspiracy theory guy because she wants to find out why Godzilla's attacking everywhere. And they sneak back into his work and they find this even secreter facility under it. Right. That has they they, they just walk right in, <laughs> and they find this cargo container that has those monsters from Skull Island, the Skull whatever the fuck, the Skull Crusher, yeah, something like that. Skull Crawlers, yeah. And they they're like, what's going on here? And they get stuck in the container, and they're, they're getting shipped to Hong Kong. Right. Apparently, apparently where, Apex, where were they at? They were in. Uh, it was like it was Louisiana. I think that's where the <laughs> so, the, so the they got was. shipped. They got shipped from from Louisiana to Hong Kong in that like underground tube. It was yeah, a re- it was a reverse wish. <laughs> Wait, ladies and gentlemen, Oz is in the building. What up, Oz? Oz, you're the you're the sixth member of Fantastic Forum. <laughs> See, I'm get promoted. That's what happens, <laughs> hey, you, man, what happens when you show up late, man. Look on on Godzilla versus Kong Day, man. Look, you you sixth. And <laughs> I'm playing. It's all good. Continue, Ray. Yeah, I'll try, I'll try to speed it up a bit. Okay, so yeah, the, they get shipped to Hong Kong. Then it goes back to the Kong side, which is they they airlift Kong to uh, Antarctica, where their entrance to the Hollow Earth Tunnel is. Right. And they pretty much have the little girl like convince him to go in the hole because he doesn't want to. Right, but they're like they can tell him, tell him his family's down there, so right. she tells him that, and then he goes in, and then they get in their special machines to go through the hole, because for some reason there's like a strange warp portal inside the earth that they need the machines to survive in, and they make it to the whole earth. They go through. <laughs> it's kind of like during the center of Earth where they go there for some reason. There's light in the center of the earth, and it's like mm-hmm. a whole country. Mm-hmm. And they get attacked by these two bat things, and Kong fights them off. And they see this big like storm looks like in the center, and then Kong starts heading for that, so they're following him. They come back to the the team Godzilla, and the thing arrives at Hong Kong, and they get out, and they still move. They get out of the facility. They get into the big room, 
it just looks like this big giant like arena. And a big they, they hear they hear people like release number ten and this big skull crawl comes out of the wall and this is the probably the big spoiler for the movie. The Apex guy he's like he tells him to turn it on and you see Mecha Godzilla come out of the floor and mm-hmm. it fights the skull crawler. It wins pretty easily, but then it runs out of power super fast. Mm-hmm. So then, <laughs> the then you see the team guys. So they get out of there, and they're trying to find what's going on. Then it goes back to the people in the Hollow Earth, where they fly up to this mountain, and they <laughs> they jump in the air like gravity inverts, and they fall down the other side. Right. Right. And Kong finds this big old, what looks like a temple built by something, nobody knows what. And there's like two big Kong prints on the door. And he pushes them and goes in. And he walks in. It's this big, like, temple looking place with all these pillars. And I mean, Kong finds like, the axe you see, like, in the trailer. Right. And there's like a big throne, and he sits on the throne. And that's when he becomes king. I guess. King of Kong. And, 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 and they also give us the origin of the axe. Oh yeah, he, no, they, he finds it like in, it looks like a, it's supposed to be like another Godzilla skull. And he pulls it out. <laughs> that's pretty much the origin. They actually finds it in there. Yeah, <laughs> that's 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 for that's for Oz. I guess I guess Mo's counting on the fact that Oz didn't watch it. No, but I, I also like the origins of things too. So I look for those now. Oh, ever since that's not even the the origin of the axe because there's there's more than one axe. Uh, the real origin would be the the battle between the Godzillas and the Kongs in the in the Hollow Earth that happened thousands of years ago that we don't get to see. Yeah, well, they mentioned it, but you never see anything like a direct reference to it. Like if because the axe is a, it's supposed to be like a Godzilla bone, and the axe part is actually supposed to be a Godzilla dorsal fin, but you wouldn't know that unless you bought the toy because it says that on the back of the box. I was like, they never mentioned that at all. Like, how do you know that? Movie. Like, unless you bought one. If you're, a, if you're a share, if you're a shareholder for IDW, you get that information too. What is there a comic? Yeah, they they there's comics coming out all year. They got like five three, five Godzilla series. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Wait, no, but seriously, Bo, did they tell you that that was a thing? Or, yes, I don't even know. Like I'm just saying, it's like like Ray, Raymond just blew my mind just now with like because he's like he knows the origin story. Wait, and the, like, dorsal, the dorsal fin you knew though, right? It looks no, like no, I didn't know it that was like it. And that's why it sucks up the Godzilla energy. Like he when he powers up, how did you? The, the, Ray got me with the bone part. I did not know that the the handle was a bone, was like a, a thigh bone or arm bone or whatever. But Ray come on, the bone, huh? The the axe part was a fin. It's shaped like it. I Modern. mean, or ca- counterpoint, it's shaped like an axe. Well, but when it's when that when the Ouroboros when the Ouroboros lights up in the on the floor where the axe sits, it sits in the dorsal fin <laughs> part of it. The energy, you mean? Well, no, it's, the, it's the symbols in Ouroboros. That yeah, when you put the axe on the floor, it, it makes a big Godzilla circle. And right, and it fits back like it was that that energy, the ring is an Ouroboros that is the sim. It's a symbol of eternal life and death. That's I'm not going to get into that. We don't have time for that. But it's um it's also in the shape of Godzilla. 
What do you mean it's in the shape of Godzilla? It looked like Godzilla? Like, like a yeah, silhouette. It, it's a silhouette yeah, like of, the head, of all the, like the body and then the tail. All the dorsal fins. It's all the dorsal fins and the head. I, look. I, I wasn't. I guess I wasn't paying that much attention. I guess <laughs> Lawrence has never seen Godzilla's dorsal fins. Or an Ouroboros. No, he, I, I don't know. What I don't know. seen an Ouroboros. No, Mel's definitely seen an Ouroboros. Well, I don't know what that is. Like, I don't. I don't. It's the snake eating its own tail. Oh, yes, I have seen that. Like you the amulet from the Neverending Story. Yeah, absolutely. Right. That, that okay, but what's that have to do with Godzilla? It online. It's a it's a threesome. That's a Ouroboros. What's that have to do with Godzilla? Well, the, the war with Godzilla and the Kongs. It's all it, it it just repeats itself. Well, no, the shape you see when the, the, the it lights up is like yeah, it's like Godzilla, the mouth, and the it goes around the tail, goes back into his mouth. Right, but what it okay, is so it's a, God, a Godzilla version of the Ouroboros, yeah. what you're saying. right? Okay, see, like I said, I I wasn't, I you know, yeah, I don't think I don't think I was paying that much attention to what, what the light up in the ground was at that point, and I didn't realize it was a fin because, okay, I mean, see, that's I, listen, that's the problem I, watching any little ass twenty inch TV. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I, I got a I got a good size television. I just. You I say television, you know. I say monitor. <laughs> television. <laughs> he, he, he tweaks it with the wrench. <laughs> television. Don't, don't, don't be mad at me because I know words. <laughs> don't be mad at me for that. You didn't know Ouroboros. Ouroboros is not a word. <laughs> That's number one. No, but anyway. Oh, no. Okay, now so. You're so of my Mexican accent. I see. Okay. <laughs> All right, it's like that. <laughs> Like, <laughs> so, so listen, we 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 basically we get to the point. Kong's at home; he's happy. Uh oh, I'm messing my lighting up. We we get to the point. Kong's at home; he's happy. Godzilla basically just like he senses the energy and he decides to like friggin' mess up Kong's high and like literally dig to the center of the earth with his friggin'. What is guy? What is that called? It's not. It's not fire, obviously. What it's is atomic it? breath. Yeah, atomic yeah. breath. I always call it a nuclear blast. Do people call it a nuclear blast? No, but the record label got that name because they couldn't use atomic breath. Oh, got you. So okay, so he uses atomic breath to friggin' he digs a hole to the center of the earth. Yeah, to 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 literally bore to the center of the earth just to mess up Kong's good time. And in and the then, process destroys that portal so they can just climb up. It would say what? It destroys the portal <laughs> that you have to get through to get to the hollow earth. Yeah, yeah, they just climb up. There's Does no it destroy that? Well, I don't know. Destroy it, but there's no wormhole when they go back out. Right. And I, they, they, just, they, and they just flew up. Yeah. Right. And Kong just climbed up. Like Right. Yeah. Like a G. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then while this is going on, you find out the other, the head of the other companies like I built like Godzilla so humans can be number one again. <laughs> so humans would be number one. Yeah, number and one. You find out that the they're using uh, one of the they have two Ghidra skulls. One's in <laughs> Mechagodzilla, and they're using the other one to connect to that to pilot it. 
Mm-hmm. And the pilot is the son of Ken Watanabe from the other movies. Even mm. though they don't do anything with that. <laughs> mm. I didn't know. Did they and say the, that in the movie? That the, the real reason they were going to the Hollow Earth is he wanted a sample of the energy so he can use that to power Mechagodzilla. Mm-hmm. Real quick, in chat, Hydra Claw says, I didn't know Godzilla's atomic breath was that powerful enough to dig a hole through the Earth and for several miles. Well, see, this is American Godzilla, the good American Godzilla. So, <laughs> not that it kind of isn't terrible. I wish, I wish Matthew Broderick did a, a, a cameo. Yeah. <laughs> he so, should, he so should have been the dad of a of Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah, look alike. Matthew Broderick, <laughs> the dad of Millie Bobby Brown. So wait. It's like that's like her real father. The the dude that's been in the movies is like her adopted father, or or what? I think he's supposed to be the same dude that Brian Cranston was. Yeah. No, he was a different guy. Is he? Brian Cranston was her dad. He died in Godzilla. Did he? I don't. I don't remember that movie for nothing. Yeah. He did. That actor is the same guy that was her dad in the other movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think Cranston was like the. The researcher, he wasn't the. Uh... <laughs> listen, listen, the the fact that we're all like, yeah, that other, like, it's Wait. like it's not like these aren't noteworthy actors. It's just that what they did in those movies isn't noteworthy. <laughs> no, well, I was I was gonna say, if anything, Cranston was the granddad, but that didn't sound right either. Right. No. Well, it's also yeah. like. It's Godzilla related to anyone else other than the dad. Like that has nothing to do with the people from Godzilla One. Like Cranston was in the Godzilla movie where they didn't even show you Godzilla, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it's it was like, like a <laughs> horror movie, right? Oh, That's right. Millie was in the uh, the Clash of the Titans Godzilla. Clash of the Titans Godzilla. So uh, so at, at at this point we're at the spot where. You have Godzilla and King Kong fighting, but then you have Mecha Godzilla come on the scene. Well, no, and then Godzilla what happens? Kong, they fight first because right the, for somehow they emailed the energy source to the boss guy, and he, they have to get it working. And while this has happened, Kong and Godzilla are fighting in Hong Kong. Right. This is round two. Yeah, yeah. I think they actually called it that in the movie. Yeah, yeah somebody, after that, the guy goes, oh, I guess round two goes to Kong, because Kong uses the axe to beat Godzilla. Uh, like, Godzilla does atomic breath, and the axe absorbs it, like, powers it up, and he smacks Godzilla with it, like, knocking him out for a second. And then Godzilla gets back up, and I guess it's round three. All of this, Godzilla regularly handles Kong in round three. And so much so that he, he pretty much is dying afterwards. Mm-hmm. And they have to, the humans have to save him by using like the, the flying car. They have to like defibrillate him because his heart's stopping. <laughs> right. Right. So then while this is going on, the guy's like, oh, we can power up Mecha Godzilla now. So they turn on Mecha Godzilla. But while that, while it gets turned on, something goes wrong. And apparently, like, this is what I think happens like, Ghidra's brain takes over and okay, Mecha Godzilla so- goes berserk. So, so just so I'm clear here, when you're like, you think, because 
the movie doesn't tell us what exactly happens, right? The movie literally just is like, okay, we made the we, the pilot got disconnected, and then his brain gets fried. Yeah, but Mechagodzilla keeps going, but they don't ever tell us why specifically it keeps going. Like we have to infer. Yeah, that, I guess yeah. Hydra's brain or what I thought well, is they, the, they the map the they map the the brain waves. Yeah, just DNA to make a supercomputer. So that's what I'm assuming. Like, happened and became sentient or something and took over. See, I thought the dude's. I thought the dude's brain, like the the mind or whatever, got connected to the Mecha Godzilla. So when that um, short out happened, his body just died, but all of his brain mind stuff was in Mecha Godzilla. No, but see, that doesn't make sense, though, because that guy would just keep doing what his boss told him, even right. though his his mind is in, like, in Godzilla. Like, it's not until he tries to, like, go back into his body that he's like, what the hell is happening? I, I mean, he, <laughs> was do- he was doing what his boss told him, but he was stuck in a fight. Thankfully, I watched episode eight of Evangelion, and I know what Berserk looks like. <laughs> Look, I mean, look, although I, it's the first, Ray's after, only, the first thing Ray's the only one to get kill the boss. Well, Ray's the only one that's watched the Evangelion enough times to get the joke. Like, <laughs> look, we, I made that joke ten years ago and you laughed because it, you and it, ten years ago Evangelion had only been out like for fifteen. Yeah, twenty five years later, it's like what the hell, Mo. Like, I don't know what to tell you, man. It's not it, it was that's fresh why, for that, mayor. That's why I love you, Larry. I can just reuse my material. <laughs> Damn it. No. Now I need to go we back to watch the and then watch the show again so I can laugh at that joke. <laughs> go ahead, Jay. Oh, you're saying they infer what happened, but I thought they showed it pretty, pretty clearly what happened. Oh, how? Where? So basically, when they get that energy from the uh, from underground where Kong was, when they get that energy that they were looking for, the energy source via email. Yeah, it fries the guy's mind and uh, fries the guy's mind, and then it basically uh, brings to life the mind of Good. how do you pronounce his name, right? Yeah. Right. It brings uh yeah, like how is that brings the Ghidra. How does the energy get to the people where Mega Godzilla is? Did you say Mega? You don't have no Mega. <laughs> okay. He said Mega again, didn't he? <laughs> I know. Listen, answer the question. How does the energy get from the people you can- the, that gets crushed? It, it's all it's all math. It's all math. It's a it's a QI charger. <laughs> well, what I'm saying is, what happens is clear. They don't say like you're asking technical questions. It, it's and the so you can't explain that. to me. Dude, I'm dumb as fuck. You know that. <laughs> no, this is not dumb. It doesn't but make sense. I, I just know the energy. They upload the energy by email, I guess you, you guys have been saying. They upload the energy, it fries the dude's brain, and brings the brain of Ghidra to life. 
Like that's what happens. You you'd get it if you saw the movie. And then that's when <laughs> that's when Mechagodzilla kills the Apex dude, escapes the facility, and then proceeds to get revenge on Godzilla for killing him. Mm, okay. Look, and while we're talking, uh huh, I love Mechagodzilla's fighting style. Me too. Like, that was done so well. <clears throat> okay. Well, well, the design, the, the the design itself was actually pretty good to me because he had like Godzilla's type of design, but with a more sleeker body that would make him a more efficient fighter at hand to hand shit to deal with Kong. Yeah, he had really long arms compared to Godzilla. Right. Yeah. But also the torso, the center of gravity was more concise. Something I strive for. <laughs> okay. The, yeah. All right. So, right, so finish this yeah. So yeah. So comes out, starts fighting Godzilla. Godzilla's losing, and then they defibrillate Kong, and he wakes up. And the little deaf girl tells Kong, "Go fight Mechagodzilla," and he does. So Godzilla and Kong team up on Mechagodzilla. Um, they're still not doing great, great. But then Godzilla has to like power up the axe again by shooting it with atomic breath, and then that's how Kong beats Mechagodzilla with the axe because it's all powered up. And then Godzilla and Kong stare at each other for a second and they go their separate ways. <laughs> and um, Kong well, goes to live in the hollow earth. Separate ways. That, no, 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 no. Kong, that, that's Kong not fights out. What happens is Godzilla basically challenges Kong. And Kong puts down his axe. Yeah. Saying, I don't want to fight. I had enough. It, no mas. You're the man. You're you're Godzilla. No mas. Godzilla leaves. <laughs> not, not, not only not only does he bitch out on on another fight, but he just leaves the surface. He's like, you know what? Keep the earth. I'm going back down <laughs> in the hole. I mean, he got oh, his yeah. ass through yeah, twice. Right? The second time he died, like. Right. Yeah, like, Godzilla can only one in this movie, which I liked a lot. Because <laughs> the original Godzilla versus Kong, I've only watched twice in my entire life, because he loses in that movie, <laughs> <laughs> and I refuse to watch it more than those. Wait, who that, lost? That's how you know this fool's a big fan of Godzilla. Godzilla like, yeah. I only wanted to watch that, it that, once, that, but I had to watch it more time. Edit. No, I watched the. Uh, I've only seen it twice. The American edit once a long time ago on TV when I was a kid. Yeah. And then uh, recently hey, I bought the Criterion Edition Godzilla set that came with the Japanese cut of Godzilla versus King Kong. And I watched that one. The story makes a bit more sense, but it's still got still Godzilla still kind of loses in that. I so heard it was like that. a draw, so it wasn't a conclusive it's like a bitch out result. Well no, the ending's a little different in that. Um, when you at the end when you see Kong swim off. In the American one, they just say, oh, like, what happened to Godzilla? They leave it uh, vague. But in the Japanese one, they say they both survived, and you hear Godzilla roar. But it still looks like all the fighting stuff is still the same, so it looks like Godzilla wins because the humans help him with the whole lightning and electricity crap. Tiger Claw in chat says the third act of Godzilla versus Kong ended up how I predicted it. Godzilla and Kong teaming up to fight another monster. Wow. Who could have seen that coming? No. no also, 
if you if you follow our uh, Instagram, about six months ago, I posted a meme that said that, and it, it was basically saying Kong <laughs> telling Godzilla, "You have to save Martha." <laughs> is that the little girl's name? No, it, it is uh, now. What's her name, Jay? What's her name? It is, it is in Skull Island. Uh, well, then, then it might be Martha. No, I'm going to take a note. I remember. I remember that. I remember that post, and I believe it was Mothra, not Martha. Yeah, but you know. <laughs> that's the I'm little just girl's like, name, too. Mothra. No, that's definitely not the case. The Mothra chick is a, an adult. What? Did you know Godzilla King of Monsters? Yes. The two the Mothra twins? Oh, okay. They're okay. adults. All right, Jay. You're right. The Mothra twins are adults. Maybe her name is just Martha then. It's not. <laughs> so who wants to talk about this movie first in regards to like what they thought of it? Uh, I can go real quick. Because I, I, I just enjoyed it. It was very weird and random. I didn't watch any of the other ones. Um, okay. So you, I didn't, you didn't know watch what, what any of the other ones. You haven't seen nah. Kong Skull Island. You didn't see any of the Godzilla joints. No, I wanted oh, to, wow. but you know, I was bu building an empire, and uh, I didn't get to. Fair. So fair. And here we are. Yeah. Okay. But the empire is now built. Is oh yeah. Done? Yeah, I just did my taxes uh, yesterday. So. There it is. Oh, Look, shit. Sizzler on money, mode. Money Magnum. On mode. Yeah. Money Magnum's back, baby. The, the, the Empire is so well on its way that they, the, my tax lady told me, you're fucked next year. <laughs> oh, Here comes the money. Here we go. More money, more money, more Here money, more money. money. <laughs> dollar, dollar. Dollar, dollar. Dollar, dollar. Dude. <laughs> I thought I was going to warn a brother when that's going to happen because I thought I lost some connection. Listen, thunderstorm outside. I need a warning. Jay, I'm doubling your pay, friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, perfect. Listen, you're about to be screwed up next year too for your taxes. <laughs> I actually, it's I funny it. because I, I have a mo deal and I didn't get, I didn't have time to film it, and. uh I'm like I should do it live, but I don't know. I didn't. I didn't even like think to see if you guys had it, but now you had it, and now I still can't do it. So if you actually subscribe, <laughs> hit the like button, hit the bell, you're gonna see it tomorrow, because I'm gonna do it tomorrow. But um, all that, yeah. Uh, all this to say that I enjoyed this brawl because it was just a bunch of fighting, and I, you know, part of the criticism from the Cranston Godzilla was that you didn't see Godzilla. And then it's like, okay, now you see him. And, then, and my brother, my brother, who's like Ray to me, like the biggest Godzilla fan, like he made me watch these movies when I was a little kid about these twin apes from Japan that fought. Or the gargantuas. Yeah. And, and I love that. But, but that's his thing. Like he, he's the one that told me I, I shouldn't watch the Pacific Rim, which we're reviewing later. So stick around for that. <laughs> uh, he told me not to watch that until I watched the second one. 
And uh, it's only because he just likes Pacific Rim that much. And he's like, it explains everything. And I don't want you to not enjoy the second one. I don't know what that means. I don't know if it'll make people laugh that actually watch the second one. Because <laughs> I hadn't seen the second one. But, um, wait, so, wait, so you did watch Pacific Rim or you didn't watch it? I watched an episode. I figured I have to do that for the show. I oh, didn't watch oh, I thought you were talking about the movies. No, no, I didn't watch the second Pacific Rim. Movie, movie. So I watched the first one and and one episode of the series because we're talking about the series. So I, I at least have to watch one episode. Got it. Um, because I, I made him a promise that I, I would watch the second movie before I watched the anime. But um, but yeah, he was excited about Ghidorah or Ghidra, as uh, Ray says it. Um, but uh, I really. I, yeah, I enjoyed this brawl and for that. Like, it had too many people for, for my taste, but it it was okay. Um, some shit was weird, like the, like the portal, and then then you don't need the portal to get back. It was a little weird. I like the Hollow Earth thing, um, but you know, if I want to be my cynical self, that I, you know, you you've grown to love, uh, I say, man, this is just primal rage. The movie, and then I'm mad. Yeah, and then I'm just mad. What? Comes after Godzilla and Kong. So? Not only that, it comes after the uh, the King of the Monsters video game and Rampage. But what's your point? Rampage is the derivative of the derivative of the derivative. Right, but this looks more like Primal Rage than any of those other ones. That's like when you're like, damn, the, the Isley brothers are just sampling Aaliyah. I don't, I don't think anyone here but us gets that. Oh, yeah. sorry. I thought you all like music. My bad. Well, I, I like regular, real hip-hop, not whatever you're talking about. I'm, I'm not the talking Isley about hip-hop. Hip I'm not talking about any hip-hop at all. <laughs> I know that. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. I like hip-hop, not whatever you're talking about. It, which right. is not hip-hop. We, we we mentioned this before you even came on the show, Oz, about how much you make sure that people don't know about hip hop. Like you made that uh, so Oz, that you Oz just Oz just likes country as long as it's not Lil Nas X. <laughs> I believe that. I believe that American country, not that devil worshiping country. <laughs> Y'all just mad that I'm the real hip hop fan in this group. That, we were just talking about how much you're the real hip hop fan of this group, Oz. My bad. Sorry. Why yeah, aren't you outside DMX? I didn't mean to bring right now. Oh, he's Ray, not... Ray, what'd you think of Godzilla Ooh. versus Kong? I liked it. Like, all the fighting scenes were really good, and they were actually well lit. In, they are like, well lit. Yeah, because in King of the Monsters, it was always during the old night or there's a bunch yeah. of rain or a bunch of smoke. Right. I really like <laughs> that you got to see everything. You were right. Although, I want to kind of big complaint. This was more like a Kong movie that happened to have some Godzilla in it mm. rather than a true like Godzilla Kong movie. I, like, mm. I guess I can see why because at the end of the day, they own Kong so they can make more movies with him. And they eventually will lose the license to Godzilla. So I guess they're like, all right, we can put money in our guy because we're going to keep him. Mm -hmm. But like, I did enjoy it. I, and I like the, like the fact that Godzilla definitely won. Because I would have been really mad if we had Kong win. I would have 
It's <laughs> written off the franchise, the American franchise and title. And although I, I did not like the little girl at all. <laughs> they gave Kong a Kenny, and I didn't like that at all. <laughs> Kong a Kenny? That wasn't a Kenny. It, it's a Gamera reference. In the first Gamera movie, there's this little kid in the American dub called Kenny. And he's the most annoying thing ever. Like, Gamera's destroying everything. He's like, no, you can't call Gamera. And he can talk to the Gamera, but it's like the most derided part of that film. So, annoying little girls and um, kids and kaiju films are generally called Kenny's. Oh, interesting. Wait, so is that a thing that happens in other movies with kids and kaijus? Yeah, it's happened. Yeah, Gamera's pretty much all about that. Like, in every movie, there's a kid that Gamera friends. And even the Godzilla movies, there's one uh, the, uh, where the where Godzilla's son makes friends with a kid, and that's like the worst Godzilla yeah. movie ever. Godzilla's son makes yeah. friends with a kid. Yeah. yeah, it was son of Godzilla, right? Yeah, and that that was just awful. It's getting to be the worst Godzilla. Like, movie. Oh, maybe I wasn't. Maybe I was. I was stupid when I was seven years old, but I love that movie. Oh, yep, you're right, Mo. You were stupid at seven. I, I didn't like that one. Even as a kid, I didn't like that one. Because I don't like Manila at all, like the old original Son of Godzilla. Yeah. But this movie okay. was good. I enjoyed it. I liked it. It seems like they really edited the hell out of it because they go on and mention that the guy is Sarazawa's son, but they do nothing with it. And like I said, they emailed the energy source. Like, I probably, probably had to take it up in the first cut, but. They probably wanted to keep it short, so they cut out a lot of stuff, it seems like. Are, are you getting ready to campaign for the Snyder Cut of Godzilla vs. Kong? No, I don't think it would make that much of a difference. I think it would make a little more sense, but at, this movie, I'm not watching for the humans. They could have cut out all the humans in the longer yeah. time, I'd have been fine. But That's wouldn't that make it just like a, like a over-glorifying death battle? As yeah. long as the budget Isn't that what we wanted? This, I'd, I'd watch like two hours. <laughs> <laughs> look, and look, I, I think Jay's question is valid. Yeah. And I think that Heck's answer is just as valid. Well, look, isn't that what we wanted? It's like, there's an argument to be made that that's what people were looking for was an was a, a, a hour and a half death battle match, right? And it's like, you know. But, but you know, I, I wouldn't say that they got that, but they got enough of that. Right. Like, yeah. you're gonna get, think, the fights we right. got were good. Yeah, exactly. And and Kong, like, I mean, I'm partial to Kong. Like, I, I just, I hate people fucking with him. <laughs> like, he just wants to just <laughs> sit down. <laughs> he just wants to sit down and chill. And I hate people fucking with him. So Emily's like, are you crying? I'm like, why won't they just leave him alone? <laughs> Yeah, like, and, and I'm, like I, I love Kong like that. Like that, I, that's that's my. He's like, I didn't build a dome over it. Yeah, it's like, it, it, it's he like, was already free. Goddamn. Yeah, yeah. Like just leave him alone. Can you just leave, leave him alone? alone? Yeah. Get off his neck. Yeah, like you know, Godzilla's like the savior and shit, and it's like okay, good for him. Kong's like not bugging anybody. Then he's like, "Oh, we want to make a Broadway show with him." Well, what's a Broadway show? What's a script? Oh, it's just him and Chain. The fuck? Oh, it's Beauty that killed the Beast. <laughs> fuck! Like you, you took the Beauty to him. He didn't give a fuck about that. So you got there. Tiger Claws just 
answering his own comments in chat. <laughs> Welcome to the Tiger Claw verse. This, While we're on the subject of Tiger Claw, uh, Larry, he could teach you how to say Mecha Godzilla right. He's Mecha Godzilla perfectly. The Tiger Claw in chat says, I don't understand a lot of the complaints about these Godzilla movies. They complain about the human characters. When these movies are all about the monsters, people see it for the monsters. Like, th that's him answering his own question, right? Yeah. I, I don't know Pretty what much. he's saying. <laughs> he's, saying I don't, like, he's saying, I don't understand why people will complain that there's people in these movies. But he also says people go to see his movies for the monsters. Like, that. That's why like, he would yeah, like, comments. He changed position mid mid sentence. I don't know. Like I don't like because there are a lot of people in this movie. And don't I'm not saying that there has to be a whole bunch less, but like it's not like we were all we did was watch monsters. And and I understand. I mean monsters are expensive, especially when they look as good as they do in this movie. It's like mm -hmm. although I think there were there were more people than they needed to be because like yeah, yeah. The, I agree. The guy sent his daughter, but she really didn't do anything important other than be his daughter. But other than be, she 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 didn't do anything other important other than be Millie Bobby Brown. If, right. if each thing. monster if each monster is gonna get a kid sidekick, I want them to fight too. Well, and I, look, the kid from from you know Search of the Wilder People or whatever that movie is the Taika Waititi movie. Like I love him. I love seeing him here, but it's like yeah. you don't belong here. Why are you here? <laughs> Millie, Millie Bobby Brown is the biggest star in this movie, right? She should have had well, her Stranger Things powers well, and gotten the fight. The, the biggest star should have been Godzilla and or Khan, but yeah, yeah I, I'm talking about the people and her dad won the, like the, in 1991. Huh? Her dad won. Nobody remembers 1991. 1991. Who's that? Tiger Khan chess as a kid watching Godzilla movies. You forget that there are people in the movies because you become so invested in the monster battles. Right. No, no, that you do what you're supposed to do and just give a fuck about the monsters. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, does he, does he in, the, in the old movies, there was people in the costume, in the monster costume. Is that why? Is that why he thinks there should be people in the movies now? In, in God, in, when I remember old Godzilla movies and think of people, I think of generic people just saying, "Oh look, Godzilla!" Ah, and run, or the military people trying to subdue him. And they'll be like, you're the one general that like, damn it, man, I'm staying here. If I die, I die. You leave. You know? Then he dies. Like I, I feel like there's like just enough people to move the story along. Like it's literally just enough people for you to understand why you're about to watch these monsters fight. And like every, every person in like classic Godzilla movies serves that purpose where they're like, we know what you want to see, but we got to at least, like, like it can't just be monsters fighting and that's all, because that's not a movie. Right. So they're like, let us tell you why these monsters are about to fight, and then we're going to let you watch them fight for, like, 20 minutes. What and I then... I don't know. If you can do it in the comics, you should be able to do it in the movie. No, nah, a comic book is a, different, is a different genre than a movie. And from somebody that's working on a movie... What? <laughs> it's a medium, not genre. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. It's a different medium. But either way, it's correct. How dare and, you? And, you know, I learned now that I'm in the industry. The medium is the message. So 
<laughs> you can't, you know, the medium, it, you deliver what you want to say it for that medium. But um, one of the things, uh, damn, I lost what I was going to say. Um, well, and your visual oh, picture. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Give me one second. Here. Oh, no. Fact, Godzilla. I'll go, I'll go back. The, the little death girl didn't, I don't know if you guys talked about this already, but it didn't make sense that Kong was under 24-hour surveillance, right? <laughs> like, nobody saw him practicing sign language to this little kid who's also supposed to be under, well, not, not necessarily surveillance, but she's a little kid. Right, that's, right. We should know where she's at. Well, that's why nobody saw her. That's, she's a little kid. Ray, Ray didn't As someone that was in a profession where we're tasked with watching over people i can tell you for a fact that we we don't like 100 <laughs> like, if, if one of those people is as big as a, a a building like you don't just lose them either. no but we check our phones um depending on how the day is going we might play a game we check our instagrams our twitter like we are keeping an eye on your kids and also, them, but we're also not doing that. You're watching other people's kids. I can understand why you don't care. That that kid is her adopted daughter at that point. Yeah, but she's got to run around like doing shit. Like yeah. she has a job. And apparently she only adopted her. But yeah, but her job is watching Kong, so that yeah. you can see what the little girl is doing with Kong. So, her 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 two jobs in life are to watch Kong. That's her professional job. Her personal job is to watch the kid that she's right. adopted. She's failed twice. She still yeah. has to make reports and have bathroom breaks. Yeah, but they also show there's cameras everywhere on the island. That I'm not going to so bring they up. They should at least have classy. somewhere. Like there was a dome over Kong. It's not like he was just running around loose either. <laughs> he can only go so far. So yeah. he got the entirety of the island. The dome wasn't the entirety of the island. What? The dome wasn't the entirety of the island. The dome oh, wasn't in the island. It was just a little piece of the island. Okay. So, so Jay, what did you think of the movie? Oh, I thought it was amazing. Like, I thought it was great. It was so much fun. Uh, yeah, like, it was fun. It looked great. I love Mechagodzilla's fighting style. Honestly, I, just, I love that Mechagodzilla was in it. Like, mm -hmm. that was awesome. Like, mm -hmm. a great choice to bring conflict into the movie. Um, and yeah, like, I didn't have a problem with any of the human characters or the situations. I just, yeah, all around, I, I just really like this movie. Cool. Good stuff. Good stuff. Heck, what about you, buddy? Uh, I liked it. I liked the movie. I didn't go in thinking it was going to be, you know, a 10-10, but uh, it's it's a Godzilla movie, you know? The human part, you don't give a crap about, but it gives enough of the story that it keeps you interested until, like, the battles. The only gripe that I have is once Mechagodzilla got into the fight, not that he got into the fight, but the fight took a turn that was very wrestling. It it just came off very wrestling. It didn't come off like, oh, these two guys have a conflict and they're going after this new challenger. 
It's like, oh, let's tag team and get this motherfucker. And then suddenly, you know, it's two on one. And they take him out pretty much like nothing. And then when he uh, slapped him through that table, I was like, oh, man. Yeah, 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 exactly. (laughs) And then Kong getting all fired up after he gets a defibrillator chip. So is that what you didn't like about this movie? Is it what you're saying? Yeah, pretty much. Because I was into the other fight. What? But that you watch that. the thing is, you everything you love about wrestling they did here, and you watch wrestling every week. Yes, yes, I understand. So the, you love the what, you love what they did. You just don't love that they did it here, right? Because I wasn't looking to have it here, and having it here, it doesn't make sense. I can understand that. If if you understand what I'm saying there. Wait, it doesn't like, make sense that they would team up to fight Mechagodzilla? It makes sense that they would team up, but it doesn't make sense that they would team up so readily. Like, you know so, what I'm saying? I, I think what you're missing is well, if, if if right after they defeated Mechagodzilla, it, Kong did a Stone Cold Stunner on Godzilla, you'd be happy? <laughs> One way or the other, like when when uh when they finish the fight and Godzilla's taken off into the ocean for that right off to the sunset, I completely expected him to just tail whip the fuck out of Kong. Well, he didn't have to. Kong had already bowed down to him at that point. It's all right, but you keep a you keep a dude in check. You know what I'm no saying? One. No, he just just killed the dude. That's keeping him in check. Hey, they keep the pimp tails. Strong. That's all you gotta do, man. Yep, <laughs> and Kong didn't readily team up. Like the girl had to convince him. Yeah, yeah. Kong would have left back to Hollow yeah. Earth, but she convinced him to fight. Yeah. So, so what do you think, Oz? How do you feel about Godzilla versus Kong? Uh, look, I think Kong's a little bitch. Got punked out. <laughs> I mean, but what do you think of the movie, though? Leave Kong alone. Okay. I mean, once you get killed, I mean, do you really want to keep fighting? You came back, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you play Street Fighter first, and you put thing, another quarter and hit you, do you just, like, go home? You don't go home to the family Superman did was, was change his outfit and, and get back in the fight. You were dead like 15 minutes. Stop being a punk. <laughs> he wasn't even yeah. dead. He never he died. Dying. He just had a slow heart. He was about to die. Right. <laughs> and they only had one defibrillator. They couldn't do it twice. <laughs> so it was a 50-50 shot at best. <laughs> Listen, I'll yeah. tell you. I like, I like that there's a definitive winner. Uh, yeah. The movie that that that's the best thing about the movie. The, a lot of stuff didn't make sense, like like the little kids and all that. But whatever, the movie overall is still good. It's still fun, and I'm glad I went to see it. Oh, you actually saw it in the theater. Yeah, I saw it in the theater. Nice. Jay, did you see it in the theater? No, I got busy. That's fair. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, man. I I will tell you. Um. I was a little disappointed by the movie. And I was shocked by that just because it's not like I went into it like with like high expectations. 
it's it's Kong, it's Godzilla versus Kong, right? But you know, I I I had an issue with the movie that I didn't quite understand, and then about an hour and a half in, I realized what it was. It was like, you know how you go on those like theme park rides that are like like you know you have like the transformers ride yeah jurassic park right like jurassic park you know what i'm saying it's like so back to the about an hour and a half in i was like this joint feels like it was written by the the theme park ride people like and don't get me wrong like there's a part like this is oh, oh, like the spectacle of it is what i came for and that's what you get from those rides too like you know yeah, but six minutes right and i think that's what it was where it's kind of like oh you know what this feels like that but i'm doing it for an hour and a half and that's the problem i think like where it's like you know there was like a part of me that felt like you know what's the joint what's the joint um what's the guardians ride in disneyland ray mission breakout mission breakout it was a part of me that was like half expecting Rocket Raccoon to pop up at some point. You know what I'm saying? Where it was just like, I don't know. Like, it's like none of it felt like it was like, like, not, just, it doesn't have to be weighty. It just has to be like movie level. And it didn't quite feel like movie level. And so, but it's doing well. And, and the fights are good. Like, I can't knock the fights. And in fact, if it was a ride, I would be like, dude, this is the best ride I've been on. There was yeah, a shot in it. Better than I thought. There was a shot in it where I was like, man, is this going to, like, I, I had a weird conundrum. It's like, wait, it's on HBO Max, not Peacock. So, like, did Universal lose the rights to Kong? Or is that why they're not calling him King Kong? Yeah. And I, I didn't figure it out because, you know, I didn't have time to pre-produce like that. But well, King Kong is in the public domain, so you can't copyright King Kong. You can't copyright um, just Kong because it's not King Kong. Hmm. Okay. But which sucks because of Nintendo. <laughs> but there was oh, really? oh the Donkey Kong. Kong. Yeah. Yeah. Because they sued Universal sued Nintendo, saying, "Oh, we own. It's too close to King Kong." When Nintendo proved that. King Kong went to the public domain in the 70s. So oh. you can't copyright King Kong. So that means we can have a Fantastic Form production of King Kong? Yes, you can. I'm a Fantastic right. Form versus King Kong. Hell yeah. <laughs> wow. We're That'd the four-headed... We're the twirling three and a half minutes. <laughs> the four-headed monster with two backs. <laughs> no! 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 Oh my god! I've been waiting six months to use that. Joke. I think to write that as the real fan among us. I think we need to write actual like. We know who's going to be Mecha Godzilla. The internet veto your joke, guys. They're like, nah. Uh, as for me, I would give this movie about four. 
because uh, I had fun watching it. It, it brought me back, and it, it it really made me like feel for Kong. Like, leave that motherfucker alone. Like, come on, you know. Can he live? It's like he Let didn't have live. a choice. He didn't have a choice on who he is. And you're over here just fucking with him. If he was, he was in the middle of the earth, and I'm thrown, happy. Yeah, and yeah, it's leave him alone. Yeah. Um, I know big man CJS and Twitch earlier said live Brit Kong alone. <laughs> and, and that's kind of how I feel about it. Yeah, there you go. That, that's kind of how I feel about it. Just leave him alone. Like, that's why, I guess that's why I always sided with Kong on everything. Like, it, it's like, he didn't want to be there. <laughs> You're putting what you want for him on him. <laughs> yeah, and right. ever since I was like a little, little eight-year-old kid, I'm like, yeah, leave Kong alone, man. Leave Kong alone. Leave Kong alone. And then when he acts like Kong, he's like, oh, he's a monster. It's like, well, yeah, like you you woke him up. He's hungry. Yeah. Like <laughs> you gave him everything that irritates him, and here he is. And then all of a sudden, he you, you hate him. Yeah, right. Yeah, and then that's kind of what we 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 got a glimpse of that. And I think that's kind of why he lost because it's like he's like I, I don't want any of this shit. Yeah, <laughs> there it is. Um, I kind of. I, I when I was fixing the the camera shit, I, I kind of heard Joe say that the people thing wasn't too bad, and that's kind of that's where I lost my train of thought earlier. Where it's like they had too much people shit, but that people shit wasn't like overbearing on the plot. Like if it was edited down to like an hour and a half, you would have still gotten the same dynamic and had a better time. But I don't think the people thing really overpowered the monster shit. Yeah. So that that's why I ultimately I give it a four out of five. Okay. What about you, Ray? Uh, I give it. I say a four to five also, but that is coming from more like the fact that I really like Godzilla movies. Yeah. And I just like the fact that oh, we got to see a new Godzilla vs Kong movie. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> they first announced, I was like, I hope Godzilla really kicks the shit out of Kong. <laughs> <laughs> he, he he won at least, so I was happy with that. And like, so yeah, the people, like, you can tell, like, said, there's some stuff they made him, like, end up on the country before. But, like, like Joe said, it didn't overpower the rest of the stuff. And it just mm-hmm. moved the story along. And, like, I said, I'm not watching this movie for a grand story. <laughs> right, really right. This season. The two of them beat the hell out of each other, and that's what you get. So I was happy with it. That is what you get. Jay, what would you rate it? I would rate it like a four, four out of five. Like I had a lot of fun. Um, honestly, out of the four movies, this one had the least issues for me, mm-hmm. story wise. Um. And yeah, it was a it was a great movie, fun, fun all around. I mean, if it doesn't get a five, it's just because it's like Kong versus Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Heck, what would you rate it? Hmm. To me, it's like two movies in one. Like you got the human part and the battles. Okay. On a whole, I would rate it a three. If you take okay. out the unneeded human stuff, it would be like a four. Okay. So, so Hect has a sliding scale. 
rating. Three or four, depending on how you feel. Three or four, depending on how you edit. Got it. Okay. And Oz, how about you, buddy? Uh, four, I guess. Sure. <laughs> Why not? Hey, just give it a five. No. You saw it in the theater. Yeah. yeah. But the theater, the theater I mean, experience didn't make it a five? No. No, no. No, that's probably what gave it a four. If I had watched it on TV, yeah, you know, or even worse, like on my phone on the toilet, I would have been angry. Look, if you sit on the if you sit on the toilet for two hours, then you need some metamucil. <laughs> How else am I gonna watch the Snyder Cut? Oh, wow. Dude, so I Use to the toilet. As a DC fan, that is your ass fucking. <laughs> That's on your asshole right there. So I, I know for myself, I, I'll give it a three. Um, I don't know. Maybe if I saw it in theaters, it'd be different, but I don't think so. I think I would feel the same way. But you know, I, I will say this: this was the kind of movie. Like going into this, I was thinking, like, okay, I'm gonna watch it on HBO Max, and if it's still around, like at, at the end of the month, maybe I would have went to go see it in theaters too, just because it's like, it feels like the kind of movie you, you should watch in a theater. And, you know, while I'm not comfortable doing that, like, you know, like this past weekend, maybe in the weekends to come, if it was still around, I would I would feel comfortable doing that. But having seen it, I'm just like, you know what? I think I'm good. I think I'll just, you know, yeah. Yeah, it's, but it's, it's, I mean, it's not terrible by any means. And and I would go. I I think it's worth watching just for the the fight scenes alone. Like I feel like the, the special effects are the are the real star of this joint. Like mm-hmm. Kong looked amazing. Godzilla looked amazing. I the love I, those cobra flying things. Like physically, yeah. from a physics standpoint, like yeah, I'm not even gonna really judge it on that because you know I, mean, I, I never finished my degree and. Um, <laughs> You know, so I, I can't really judge it, but those cobra flying things, like, were they floating or flapping, like, gliding, like, you know, physics, from the physics standpoint, like, that was bad, but oh, from, no, but- from a design standpoint, I was like, man, I want you one of those re- tattoos that's re- Ouroboros on me. You gotta remember, this, like, you're, you're talking about the laws of physics, you know, place that literally is in the center of the earth it's like gravity doesn't do what it's supposed to do so no but they told you what it does it, re- it reverses yeah but apparently there's a point where that isn't the case right because that's how kong did like the whole yeah but they fought on the ground they weren't in this like the up right they weren't floating that mountain was the altitude where the, they meet the two gravities meet but but i mean we're talking about oh from a physics standpoint, that doesn't make sense in regards to a place that exists at the center of the Earth, which <laughs> gravity, it, like that, like, like if you're going to talk about physics, it doesn't like the center of the Earth is a molten core. I mean, I get you it, but I mean, we're, not, we're not at the center; we're at the hollow part. Like that, the movie like doesn't say you're at the center; you're at the hollow part. But so we're basically talking about like a world that exists around the molten core of the earth. Like it mm-hmm. well, 
so here's the thing. This is where the movie kind of lost me, and I got a little angry for like three minutes because it, you take a wormhole to get there. So it's like, okay, so it's like another dimension within our Earth. And I read Black Science. Like, I know multi realities are like an onion, which is a sphere. And yeah. the, the closer to the center you get, the stinkier it gets. And, uh, mm-hmm. So I, I use that to, to be like, okay, so the hollow earth is there. But then when they got out, they just climbed out from a regular asshole. And, and that's where I was mad for like three minutes. I, I you know what? It is a three out of five. I, listen, <laughs> I mean, look. And that's, God, I blame the people. God, I blame the hold of the center of the earth from Asia. Like that by itself. <laughs> it should be. Look, I'm just, I'm look. Not, because it's Warner Brothers, I'm happy it didn't a- end up in Utah. <laughs> okay. It is. Mitt Romney's at the other side of the hole? No, but it's like <laughs> in Looney Tunes, when you dig a hole in Utah, like Wally Coyote, you end up in China, and that's not physically possible. <laughs> oh, <laughs> not that it matters. Yeah, he's in Utah. Like, his Monument Valley behind him. Gotcha. You don't yeah. like this thing. That's a good. They never turn left in Albuquerque. <laughs> but right, which way are they coming from? No one knows. And that's, right. that's where this movie kind of, look, it's a segue to Pacific Rim. Because this movie, like with that wormhole part, like going deep, that, that's a Pacific Rim thing. and Or a Lovecraftian thing, if you want to go that far back. Right. But, um, but it's like, and then they just undid it. But you know, now we're in the Pacific Rim review. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm trying. To, I'm like, wait, they undid what? Who undid what? No, in Kong, like they undid the wormhole part that you have oh, in Pacific gotcha, Rim, gotcha. and okay. that's your way in and out, and that's where right. you can keep making more movies. And here right. they just undid it, so you technically can't make more movies. Yeah. With the wormhole, like you can just, yeah, just go into a cave by your park and get there. Yeah. <laughs> right. If you spelunk enough, deep yeah. enough, you get to Hollow Earth. That's how you get three seasons of Dark. Right there, it is. You hit the nail on the head, Mo. All right. Yeah. Let's go ahead and let let's transition over to uh, Pacific Rim: The Black. Uh, Hecht, Ray, if y'all want to hang out, you're more than welcome. But if you want to go, like, I don't know if y'all have seen Pacific Rim the Black, but you know, you're more than welcome to hang around if you, if you like. I actually do have to check out, so it was really awesome talking to you guys. Hey, Ray, thank you so much, dude. Appreciate you, uh, calling in and hanging out with us. I love your shirt, too. (laughs) Thank you. It's awesome talking to you guys. Always, man. We'll talk to you next time. See you guys. What about you, El Hex? It's my day off tomorrow. I'll stick around. All right. There it is. Hex, like, I'm rolling to the wheels, fall off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, who wants to talk about what Pacific Rim the Black is? Well, first off, how did you hear about this show? Uh, who, me in particular, or you're talking about... Yeah, you, you suggested we do this for the show. I just wonder how you heard about it. How did I hear about Pacific Rim the Black? Streets was talking. 
That, right. Uh, I feel like we did a story on Pacific Rim the Black when it was announced. All of a sudden, your memory works. <laughs> what? Nothing. <laughs> but I feel like Netflix let me know it was coming up. And I was just like, okay, well, I mean, that feels like it makes sense to talk about in conjunction with Godzilla versus Kong. And it was it, it was just fortuitous timing. Like they they happened to relatively coincide. I think if I'm not mistaken, I think that the show came out, I think maybe the week before the movie did. Yeah, it's been out for like a month. Oh, shut up. Well then oh I'm sorry, not shut up. I'm wrong. <laughs> like, I apologize, Jay. I'm wrong. However, you know, yeah, I, it, it came out. Then, if, if it's been out for like a month, then I guess it came out a month before the movie did. Since we're talking about that, let's talk about this synergy, synergy, kaiju synergy. So you know. Okay, I guess I can talk about the show. Do, do, oh, dang! Do it, Jay. I look. I'm feeling. I'm feeling your turn down energy. Let's do it. So Pacific Rim: The Black is about the kaiju's taking over Australia. Uh, people are evacuating. Uh, these two uh, Jaeger pilots have kids, and they're like, they're, "We're gonna leave you behind and go do other shit. So just chill here." And so they chill for like five years. <laughs> and then they find a secret training Jaeger underground and the blaring silence alert like they they basically uh, attract this kaiju and it kills their whole community and now these kids have got a Jaeger and no community <laughs> and they're they kind of just proceed from there. Like, I don't know, are we doing an episode by episode or just a general overview? Because that, that's your basic story. Like, that's where the story starts. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Uh, I think I think general I think overview is the way to go. Say again? I think general overview is the way to go, especially since, like, Mo only saw one episode. I Look, who knows if Oz even watched it? Mo, just watch until the end of episode five. Like, that makes everything worth it. <laughs> well, no, I, 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 I made a promise to my brother. I have to watch the second movie and all of this. Now, I will say, this does spit in the face of the second movie. Right. And uh, that's in the second movie, they say that the kaijus are all on a straight line. They're all walking in a straight line to get to Mount Fuji. So no matter where the portal comes up, the kaiju will start walking towards Mount Fuji so that its blood can mix with the volcano and create an explosion large enough to wipe out humanity. Now, if these kaiju were following that plan, they wouldn't be hanging out on Australia. They would have started swimming towards Mount Fuji, but they don't do that. They're doing regular kaiju stuff. And so it's like, 
Yeah, like, like, regular kaiju stuff. stupid second movie. <laughs> and I'll be honest, that is the part about the second movie that I hated. Mm -hmm. Like, how did you not notice they're all going somewhere? Like, it's, it's fucking retarded. And that that's where my brother's, like, theory was, where he's, like, watching this kind of made... Because he didn't... He liked the second movie for what it is, but he wasn't thrilled like the first movie. Right. And because, you know, he loves Evangelion and Lovecraft. <laughs> so so he's like, Pacific Rim's my shit. And yeah, so he was, yeah, so when he saw the second one, he was like disappointed. And then this kind of like revived it for him. And that's yeah. why, in honor of him, R.I.P., my brother, uh, I'm going to do that. Yeah, the second one. What do you mean, R.I.P., your brother? Well, I have to make it like for the audience. The audience has to be invested in me watching the movie and finishing this. So I'm making it seem like my he died. It's all for the likes, Larry. In any case, yeah, that was the that was actually it's the only thing that I really disliked about the second movie. Like otherwise, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. But yeah, that, that one part they added to try and make things make sense just fucked everything. <laughs> what are you gonna say, Hack? I've never seen Pacific Rim, and I I didn't even know there was a second movie. I think I knew about this show, but Jay just sold it all for me, and I need to watch all this now. Yeah, no, that, and that's, that's kind of how I felt when my brother was telling me about this anime, because it's like he didn't. I'm like, go, when the fuck did you get Netflix? Like, you still haven't finished the fucking season? Because I keep telling them, like, you gotta watch the MCU shit because that's like, it, it's like MCU, but it's also gritty, like, real. <laughs> it's grounded. And that's what he didn't like about, you know, like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and shit, you know? So I'm like, no, watch, watch, watch Punisher. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, watch, you know, Daredevil. And and he got he got that and he didn't watch any of that but he watched Pacific Rim. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. heck, I, I think he got it for Pacific Rim. To be heck, Pacific Rim is uh, the Mecha Godzilla fight over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you but me, if you if you just have Mecha Godzilla and a Mecha Godzilla and like five of them or whatever, two five whatever, I can watch that. That's fine. Yeah, that, that's all it is. Except now, one maker Godzilla's got it's a, a sword. It's, a, it's fucking uh, one robots. Like, uh, yeah. See, no, 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 that's real steel. Yeah. Also, oh, good oh, oh yeah, yeah. I Definitely watch real that. steel. I watched With it. Wolverine? I nah, I I rather not. It's However, cool I would say this. Huh? What do you say, Oz? I said real steel is good. It is. Yeah. No, is I it? mean, well, okay. Good might be an overstatement. <laughs> well, it's, it's Steven Seagal good. Right. Oh, exactly. Okay. See, yeah. Bo gets it. Yeah. TV good. I, I got I got, you. I got look, you. Don't tell me I'm the only one that beat off to Out for Justice. I, listen, <laughs> I, I, I'm not talking about beating off. Was that the one where he was in the coma? Wait. What? And the no. horse was perving on him? No, that's the one where he got like. Everybody has guns in the bar, and he gets a cue ball and puts it in the scarf and beats the fuck out of everybody. I remember that. Oh, okay. That's so good, dude. I used to that was amazing. So much. Oh my god. Alfred oh, Justice. Oh, shit. I was doing katas to that movie. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, anyway, what I'm saying is this: 
is the first Pacific Rim movie. Like, I remember when Pacific Rim came out, and I'm pretty sure, like, we were doing Fantastic Forum when Pacific Rim came out, right? Yeah, yeah, we were doing that at Joe's house, right? And I remember thinking, like, what I I'm oh, Oz, I wish you could say what you wanted to say. I want to hear it. Say it again. I'm trying to. He was talking about having pizza with Matt Uh, Gates. <laughs> what? <laughs> the internet said no. Sorry, Oz. Anyway, I just I remember watching Pacific Rim and just being like giddy about the fact that we had a movie that was like a mainstream theatrical release about giant robots fighting kaiju's. Like that's crazy. And of course, Selena is like, "Oh, let me join the show." I'm happy. I'm happy she actually does it when, when we're on the air. Right. Exactly. Only, only then, right? But anyway, what I'm saying is the idea that giant robots versus giant monsters is a major motion picture blew my mind because that feels like B movie stuff. Yeah. But I'm not saying it should be. I'm saying like it makes sense to me that you could have that in a major motion picture because that's fun for everybody, right? Well, only if Guillermo del Toro does it. Well, I mean, fair. And here's the thing. When you watch Pacific Rim, obviously you get everything I just talked about. But there's also another layer of it that's like, dude, like this, there's a lot here. And the first movie only touches on the surface of everything that's potentially there. And the second movie doesn't necessarily like delve deeper into it. It, I'm not saying it's bad, because I don't think it's bad. I think it's Steven Seagal good. But this, this series I feel like does what you would hope that the like when you watch Pacific Rim, and you're like, oh, dude, there's a lot more here that we could delve into, and this series has done it. At least for me, I mean, like, and don't get me wrong, yeah. I haven't finished well, and my yet. brother too, like, right. that's my whole brother's thing. Like, I- I'm surprised that you actually think like my brother because I actually respected you. <laughs> it's a joke. I love my brother, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, it's like. It goes deeper into like in every facet of the whole thing. It goes a little bit deeper yeah. into in, in, into like kaiju and what they are. It goes deeper into like the whole idea of of drifting and what it means when you like like meld your mind with somebody else in order to like form this network to to pilot this giant mech. I mean, it goes deeper just into the world where it's like, okay, well, what is a world like where you know that giant monsters could technically pop up? And and what does that world like look like after that? It's like, you, it's... You know, it's, you know, it's you know. What'd you say, Mo? It looks like Xenogears, the video game. I mean, I can, I can see that kind of, but Xenogears is different. It looks more like Walking Dead to me. 
or Attack on Titan, if you want to like do the anime. I, I, I don't have a Negan. Wait, what? Spoiler! Spoilers! Spoilers! Wait, I didn't say who it is. You still have to guess. Yeah, but now I'm going to be waiting for the Negan every episode. And I'm guessing it's the fifth episode. <laughs> no, no, no. The fifth episode is amazing. Like, like, oh my God. Do they actually I, kill the Negan? Is that what happens? No, no. no, no. Like, do, you want, do you want spoiler or not? You know what? You know what? I, I was, was trudging, I was trudging through this whole series. Yeah. I, you it's know like, what? Oh my god, this shit is so standard. This is so basic. Like these two dumb kids and they're making the same shitty mistakes all kids in these things do. And then they meet the people and it's like, oh my god, this is just Negan fucking doing Negan shit. And it's like, oh no, they they're fucking doing the same shit I expect them to do. And, you know, we get a kind of cool revelation about some stuff hey, that hey, I'm not going to spoil for you. This is a trudge. I'm trudging through this shit. I don't... And it's barely okay. Like, it's kind of not the worst thing. Like, I was right to stop watching. Like, I tried to watch this when it came out. I watched the first episode and they got to where the kids got where the parents left the kids and I'm like, oh my god, I don't need this. This is so this is so basic. I don't even need to keep going. And I, I was right for the most part. And it's trudging in your episode one and your episode two and your episode and it's all blending together. And then you get to the end of episode five and it's like, oh my God. Like now this, Best thing, and it may work. It may trudging through everything worth it, like just to get to that point. And I'm like, "Fuck, this was worth it. This was worth the trudging. This was worth the stupid kids doing stupid things. This was worth like, oh, like this is why I came." Yo, to enough of the stroking. Spill the load. Like, this is why I came. Like, just, just spoil it for me. Spoil it all no, over my face. Let him go, Mo. Let him go, Mo. I'm enjoying the stuff. I, I'm, I'm a, I don't want to be a hypocrite. I spoil shit for everybody because, you know, I'll fuck them. If they don't want to listen, they don't listen. <laughs> they, they, can, they can, you know. Don't do it. Don't they do can it. just say bye and chat and then leave. Make and then let them know. No, 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 Joe, tell me. Tell me Tell me what happened. No. The stuff all over no. me. No wants it on the face and chest. Yeah. Right. I want Mark, it to look like I it? Matter. Wait, I'm, I'm gonna do I'm gonna refer to the mayor. I'm gonna defer to mayor. mayor. No, 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 fuck that. Larry, Larry, doesn't, know. Know. Larry doesn't know though. You're Mo, I know. spoil it. Spoil it. Mo, Mo, let him know you're ready. Go like this. <laughs> mayor, you watched the whole thing, right? No, I, I haven't watched the final episode of the season. Okay, I'm gonna spoil it. I'm not I'm not spoiling the final episode. I'm I'm spoiling the end of episode five. We need uh, a spoon. Okay. So Ooh, it's not gonna look like gonna look like egg yolk. These kids run into this camp, it's run by Negan. He uh, Negan mind fucks the boy to find out they have a Jaeger. Uh, they steal the Jaeger. And we find out that his lieutenant was also mind fucked by him. 
uh, she was basically stolen from her family and he rewrote her memories. And uh, she gets told to this by her like best friend. And eventually they, they steal the Jaeger, they make it to safety. Uh, the girl still has a radio. And so Negan calls and he's like, uh, the friend answers the radio because the girl is like despondent. And uh, the friend answers the radio and he's like, hey, uh, she doesn't want to talk to you. And Negan's like, well, can you give her a message? Um, the radios are set up so that uh, they're basically set up so that if someone betrays me and then the radio explodes and like takes the guy's head out, like right in front of everyone. Oh my God, it's it's beautiful. It, it is a beautiful moment. I guess you have to be there. I guess you do. It 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 is as amazing as Jay says, but that's yeah. the thing where it's like you you should watch it. I can feel not, it like, in his after spoiling throbbing. <laughs> what? Nothing there. Like, I, 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 I was like, wait, what? Like. It made sitting through everything worth it just to get to that moment. And it's then you you realize that it's still a kid's cartoon. So there, there's not, there's the, the it's not a kid's cartoon. Is it not? No. Oh, is that why they keep showing dead bodies? <laughs> <laughs> I, I want that quote you watch, on a shirt. You watch, you watch one, one, more animation than the rest of us put together on the call right now. It's one hour and 41 minutes. If you follow us on Instagram, uh, heck, you can actually hit it, hear it on repeat. <laughs> and as I say, nice. like, Jay has watched more animation than all the rest of us put together. <laughs> now, wait a you minute. know what animation targeted to children looks like? He knows what animation that's all ages looks like. He knows what animation that's targeted towards adults looks like. So for him to be even try to pretend like this is like not a like this is a kid's cartoon, it's like you know it's not a kid's cartoon. Look, I'm not gonna claim to watch more animation, but at least I'm on par. I look uh, did you I watch would Pacific find that hard to believe you, No, I don't have Netflix. Because I'm just saying, like, like already, already the there's a whole series that he's got over you. A whole what? That's a whole series that right, Heck hasn't watched. That, that's you're, you're already not this, on point. After this, we're about to talk about the Adult Swim animated <laughs> short Opal. Yeah. Like, and yeah, that's because Jay was like, we should talk about Opal. I don't think I've ever wanted to talk about anything on this show other than Opal. I feel like I heard of it though. Well, hey, I'm not saying that you haven't. I'm not saying you haven't heard of it. I'm saying not only has Jay heard of it, he had watched it and been like, "We need to talk about this on the show," like which is a crazy thing because like I I was like before Jay was like let's let's talk about Opal. I was like. I didn't even know Adult Swim did shorts. <laughs> no, they do them all the time. Like the the cool the cool Rick and Morty shit you like was an Adult Swim short. 
I mean, listen. Okay. Uh, I'm, just let me, let me say like this. I'm sorry. Let me put it like this. I know that Adult Swim does like two, three minute shorts, but Opal's not a two, three minute short. Dude, too many cooks was an Adult Swim short. Right. And uh, what's his? Scopio, was it uh, Brad Neely Scopio Licchio was a short too, right? Uh, that was a series. Was that that the snake yeah. biting its tail? No, no. that's Brad <laughs> Neely doing like his off the rails with no input from anyone else, which is why it turned out how it did. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, it's only for until people were like, "Hey, who who approved this?" That's why yeah, I thought it was a short because I didn't even bother watching it because I was like, "Hey, Brad Neely, uncontrolled. It's already like." You see baby cakes like cloning shit in the basement. It's like that's off the rails, is it? Or the the university feeding a giant baby. Yeah. But too many cooks. You told me about it. Who me? Yeah, you're the one that told me about too many cooks. Oh damn! And it's it's like a sitcom opening, and the song keeps saying too many cooks, and then it keeps going through these different. Soap opera or different sitcoms. I do remember that now. Damn, yeah. I, don't even know, I, don't, I don't even know how I found out about that. But it's an adult swim short. Actually, there's one. Uh, there's an adult swim short I've been meaning for you to watch. But is it the Code Orange music video? No, it's the uh, unedited footage of a bear. Uh, I think I've seen that. <laughs> what? Unedited footage of a bear. It, it's great. It's, but we're talking about Pacific Rim. We I are. Um, <laughs> oh, I thought we went to Opal already. Well, no, we, not we yet. Never rated okay. yet. So, Oz, did you watch us? I, I don't remember. Did you mention? Uh, I I tried. Um, I got as far as like right after the Netflix logo. <laughs> He's like, what? After the doom, I was out. Yeah. <laughs> After the chum chum. Chum chum. So, <laughs> so me and Mayor, we watched the whole thing. Mo, you saw the first. Oh, oh you're you're waiting. You're still I, I got one episode left. Uh Mo, you watched the first episode. What what did you think? Like uh, honestly, I really liked it. It was a a, sore, a story that isn't like what they would put as the movie. Like I feel like the movie would show you these kids grown up, and then give you flashback here and there, and uh, I, you know, for a few minutes I was convinced that this was like a character in the movie that I'm seeing the backstory, you know, because of how invested I got into it, and it actually felt like the tutorial level for Xenogears, <laughs> which is why I keep bringing it up. But and that's like for a first episode, like and it, and it also like a fantastic forum. It's our boy Craig Kyle that developed this thing. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, like I thought, I thought you were gonna tell us that, like leading forward. But he, he, you know, he he brought this to fruition. <laughs> so cool. it's like the creator. You know, for those of you who don't give a fuck about Fantastic Forum, he uh he actually like uh created X twenty three. So, um, and a lot of like the X Men cartoons you like because you're young. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know, he created X, yeah, he created X23 and uh yeah, yeah, he's, he also he was our in to Marvel for <laughs> for a good while. 
when we were starting out and he got us all the interviews we did get that you probably didn't get to hear. And that computer is locked on. But I, I'm happy to see that he's working on this because it's like, yeah, it felt like a tutorial level of that type of RPG. And, and I'm, I'm sucked in. Like, I'll, I'll give it a four out of five right now. And then, you know, based on what you guys tell me that's happening and how it kind of reacts to the movies, like, uh, I'm in. Like, I, I enjoyed the first one. I didn't get around to seeing the second one. I heard mixed shit, but, you know, it, it wasn't streaming anywhere. So, so I didn't get to watch it. But now I'm going to make sure to watch it and then finish this. The the animation style I really enjoyed too. The the computer graphics were really smooth. But then usually when things do, you know, I, I had this gripe with Attack on Titan where the action scenes look great, but then the regular scenes look like choppy. And we see this with the DC animated shit now. Um, what what did we re- review last week? And I noticed that, but I was like, that's just the way things are done now where the action scenes look really good and then the run of the mill scenes look choppy and uh and here none of it looked choppy and then when the fight scenes happen it's like it looked really fluid and uh, so the the technical from a technical standpoint i really enjoyed this a lot cool cool uh what would you uh, read it Oh, uh, four out of five, easily. Cool. Mary Young, how did you feel? What would you rate? Uh, dude, I, I, I really enjoyed this series. And, like, I got one more episode before I'm done with season one. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I thought it was pretty great. And it's like, it because it's a, it's a series, it feels like it finally like we get to delve deeper into the Pacific Rim universe which is something that I felt since the first movie was a worthwhile endeavor so uh, I, I'm gonna give it a four four point5 out of five like I, I enjoyed it a lot and I think that like I'm hoping it'll get a second season even though I haven't finished no <laughs> but, it's getting a second season oh yeah. boom well there yeah, it is it's already announced. Right when yeah. I when when I went to watch it, it said, "Hey, before you even start, you should know there's second season coming." <laughs> Perfect. Mm. So yeah, like I'm happy to hear that because just in what I've seen, I'm like, "Oh no, this is great!" Like why? Like it, it's what I was hoping for in regards to a sequel, and I understand why a sequel can't necessarily do what this animated series did, but it's the kind of things like the, the the type of places I was hoping the sequel would go. Uh, this place delves into, and so that's great. So it's good stuff. Four point five out of five. I'd recommend it if if you like giant robots fighting giant monsters. You should mess around with Pacific Rim: The Black. Um. So hey. yeah, after that guy's head exploded, I was all in. <laughs> um. I, I knew when I when I saw that happen, I was like, oh, like here's the messed up part. There was one part of me that was like, oh man, Joe's gonna love this, and there was another part that I was like, Joe's gonna be like, why didn't they just show it? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh well, we'll see what happens. But like, I was like, dude, like, that, it was I, I was shocked when 
shocked is is used hardly here because I'm used to seeing things shy away. But when the the kaiju just stomped that dude like that, I was like, oh shit, right? Yeah. And then they, you know, in the rubble, they show the other bodies, and I was like, oh, man, they're not shining. Like I, I was expecting one of them to be like. Oh, I'm awake because that would justify them showing the bodies other than to just show how much they died, how much people died. And no, none of them came back to life. They're like, this is get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And that to me was refreshing because, you know, I, I'm not like Joe where I'm like, uh, I wish they did that. But it's like, it does take me out on a, on a little, like a base level. <laughs> right. So I, I would give this a five. There you right. go. And I, I definitely want to talk to you, Lawrence, after you, after you watch the final episode, so we could just chop up how that went down. We can do it. I, I, I'll probably watch it tomorrow. I was hoping to do it before. We should do a one shot. We just chop like, it up on, it. chop it up on here, and, and throw it up. I'm down. I'm definitely down because yeah, it's it's good stuff. Like I really, I really enjoyed it, and like I said, it's like, like, I feel like Pacific Rim as a franchise isn't anywhere near as uh, I don't I don't know if popular is the right word, but I just feel like it hasn't it it, it it's not recognized to the level that it could be, especially after watching that first movie, and mm-hmm. you know. Maybe the second movie has a little something to do with that, but the second movie's not terrible. It's just not as good as the first one or this series. So, you know. Right. Steven Seagal's with <laughs> Okay. All right. Let's talk about Opal. Uh, I, I put up a little file for sharing here, and it's Opal. You might want to mute it because I didn't strip any sound of it while we describe it. Um, I would describe it, but I I tried to look online to see what it's about. And it's about a girl that discovers sounds from a house across the street and goes to figure what, goes to investigate what they're about. <laughs> but if you tell that to somebody and they watch Opal, <laughs> they're like, I got suckered in. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> yeah, like, it's not that like you're gonna watch like here here here's a scene. There's a little trailer, and uh, yeah, it, it it's fucking creepy as fuck. Like I thought, I thought every old dude was beating off in it because their hand kept moving like that when they were talking to Opal. <laughs> so that's, I was like, what the fuck, like. But it's it just it's just a weird stop motion thing that they just decided to do with some of the, these characters where they just fidget, yeah. Um, but yeah, and you know, I was I was uh, I'll get into my review of it real quick because I can't really tell you what it's about other than that girl investigating those weird sounds from a house across the street. But it looks like what you just saw, and it, it's kind of surreal kind of it's kind of could be a metaphysical journey of this character because she looks a certain way there and then she looks a certain way at the end when she comes to some kind of realization 
maybe I'm projecting something of myself to that. But that's the beauty of this, where it's like, you don't know what the fuck's going on, and you're going to trip the fuck out. Yeah. It's only 12 minutes, so it's not even like, it's not like when you take a, you know, too much acid or something. <laughs> where it lasts days. It's like, it's 12 minutes. Like, you'll trip out on this for 12 minutes. Yeah. Um, I was mad at Joe when he, uh, when I started watching it, and it's like, this is the weirdest shit. Joe's, like, you know, I, I like weird shit. And, but there's times when I try to tell Joe, like, hey, man, did you see this? Like, oh, specifically Adventure Time. It's like, you know what? I don't feel like watching weird random shit right now. And then it's like, then he, he shows me this, and I'm like, well, when the fuck do you want to watch weird random shit? Because <laughs> like, it's like, you know, I, I want to show Joe weird random shit, but last time I asked him about it, he's like, mm, I'm not feeling that right now. And it's right. like, then all of a sudden, yeah, all of a sudden he shows us open. Yeah. You know? Right. But, um, the, the, you know, I was mad for him for about 30, I was mad at him for 30 seconds. And then I'm like, you know what? This reminds me a lot of, uh, of David Lynch's shit. Like, he'll insert stuff like this in a regular ass movie. And it'll be like the dream sequence. You know, it happened with Twin Peaks yeah. a lot. Um, you know, uh, what is it? Uh, Mulholland Drive. Uh, I think uh, the whole point of Eraserhead was something like this, you know? So as a David Lynch fan, it's like, you know what? This is just the weird shit in a David Lynch movie without the overall roundabout plot, which I'm okay with because I actually am a fan of Dumbland. Which is uh, a David Lynch and series of of animated shorts that David Lynch did, and it's eight of them, totaling about twenty seven minutes. And I know, Larry, you know exactly what Dumbland is, <laughs> because when we met, my phone went off, and it was a ringtone about Dumbland that I bought from <laughs> David Lynch's website. And uh, it, it's, I know. You know exactly what it is, but I'm trying to. Oh, here it is. This was my ringtone when I met Larry. I like to kill deer. I like to kill deer. Okay. And that's that was the ringtone when I met Larry. And he's like, "What the fuck is that?" But you know, Larry doesn't say <laughs> "fuck." He's like, "Yeah." But that's, it, it, that's, that's just that's a normal reading out here. Yeah, yeah. Well, that that's the. <laughs> <point>. <laughs> it's funny Midwest. If you actually watch Dumbland, it is a, it, it is a criticism of where uh, David Lynch grew up, and it's actually like a, a criticism of one of the people he knows. He I just, like to kill deer. Yeah, and. Uh, but yeah, and, and that that's what this kind of reminds me of, even though Dumbland is really just stick figures walking around. Um, this is a, a more technically advanced version of it because it, it employs a lot of stop motion. Uh, you know, I didn't like the VHS itself, but it, it, it does what it does because... <laughs> You know, he he puts live actors in it, and then the that VHS effect kind of 
lets that transition go smoothly. I'm not going to say it hides it, but it does let it go smoothly. And it's like, from a technical standpoint, it's like, dude, Adult Swim is on this, like, Yoko Ono, like, avant-garde art shit <laughs> when it comes to this. And, and I thought, like, even, like, I brought up the Code Orange videos earlier. Uh, Code Orange debuts all their music videos on Adult Swim. Like, I don't know if they have a contract or Adult Swim specifically picks them. Their videos are fucking weird. And, um, and that's kind of what this reminds me of is a Code Orange video that would debut on Adult Swim, but more like a, a Brothers Quay animation from back in the day. I don't know if you guys know those, but they're, they're kind of like this weird shit. And the Tool music videos, which you don't know what the fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, there's a meme going around now where it's like, oh, I love... I love Billie Eilish because she's just so weird and her videos are so odd. And then you see her video and it's just her like looking at the camera. And then they put a screenshot. Of a, they put a screenshot of a Tool music video where like the the heroin twins like looking like this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, but that's kind of what this reminds me of is one of those Tool videos, the Code Orange video, which is influenced by Tool, um, the Brothers Quay shit and David Lynch stuff and. Some Hellraiser shit because some shit is just disturbing to look at, and it's just a guy talking about like he's sick from smoking, <laughs> you know. Right. And he's just like that looks like something I would see in like I can't remember the name of the artist, but the guy that draws those like scary stories to tell in the dark or, or to tell those those children's horror books. Right. But they had really grotesque art and that's what that looked like to me and that's when it won me over it's like you know what this is fucking grotesque and disturbing but i want to be disturbed i want my soul to burn <laughs> yeah and that's why yeah that's you're not an evolved human being larry like you also you also don't masturbate larry that's that's part of your problem you don't want your soul to, i'm keith ablo is gonna get dr keith ablo is gonna get to the bottom of that so you're gonna want your soul to burn. You're gonna masturbate and you're gonna watch horror movies, probably now, all at the same time. Uh, you mentioned the guy having trouble breathing. Uh, that is actually my favorite song in the short, mm -hmm. where he's singing. Uh, How come it looks so easy to breathe on TV? Right. Um, it's a uh, yeah. That's just a cool ass song. And we should mention Jack Stauber is a musician. Uh, okay. He's a musician. Uh, he does kind of these like weird little alter like songs and has music videos that are very similar in style to Opal. Um, basically, this is just him being him. Like, uh, yeah, like, yeah, basically, like, this is what he does, just more of it in a different format and so the whole thing is like a musical uh, you get like uh, opal's family singing a song and then each of the three people she meets in the house get a song and there's like transitional music um all very weird and cool i mean look you're you're absolutely right in the sense that it's weird 
And I think you're also right in the sense that it's like kind of cool. It's also kind of weird and disturbing. Um, but I mean, you, I don't. I don't know that anyone could be mad at that. <laughs> I can't. Well, when I think it's a, no, because it's weird and it's a musical, and I hate both those things. <laughs> but. Here's and we thing. went out of our way to put it in our production tactics. Well, here's the thing: like he he loves he loves he loves Lincoln Park, and Lincoln Park music videos are kind of like this. They're just not disturbing to look at, but they give you a full story just in the video. Out of it, if you watch the video on mute, mute because you hate their fucking shitty ass music, you'll enjoy. You'll get a full story that you can watch on silence, and that's kind of what you get here too. So I thought he would actually like find a way to enjoy this. Were they sing, from, were, were they singing Lincoln Park songs? No, like I, like I said, you can put Lincoln songs. Park music. But but like I said, you can put that shit on mute and enjoy it. You just hate it. Yeah, they're singing a Lincoln Park song, so he would watch it. Look, I just saw this show on mute while you guys were talking. Right. <laughs> what you give it a five out of five, right? Yeah, I'll give it a four out of five because five out of five, right? <laughs> I'll give it a five out of five. There you go. See, Oz, you 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 let the show down. Heck did more than you. And he got banned on <laughs> I was busy watching Final Space. Oh boo. Yeah, look, look finally, finally you have a good excuse. <laughs> I'm glad Mo approves. That's all I care about. I, uh, I had seen the. Like, I, I still don't believe you were sport. watching Final Space. <laughs> Wait, what was I heck? I had seen the commercial for this that they were promoting it on Cartoon Network, and um, well, Adult Swim, and uh, the animation reminds me a lot of the Little Nightmares video games. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's another, that's another like, and Little Nightmares is is. <laughs> <laughs> fucking trippy. I, 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 oh, dude, I lo- I fucking love it, and that that's where it's like I I I wanted to. I'm like, what the fuck is like? I you know we haven't reviewed comics in like three weeks, and it's like, when the fuck are we gonna review comics? And you know they they keep you know suggesting things, and whoever suggests things first, we kind of go with because we want to give everybody you know equal time in what their interests are because you know we are four people uh, that that have four different tastes, including comics. And apparently they're vast, <laughs> judging by these last three weeks. But <laughs> fuck, I'm not reading comics. I, I, I didn't. I can't review comics for this shit. And then you know, 35 seconds in, I'm like, I I gotta watch it again. Yesterday I woke up. I woke up at, woke up at two in the morning to watch it for the third time. Sheesh, man, come on. It, 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 and and that's kind of like, and that's that's that. That's the testament to this shit because it's it's one of those things that just it, it gets in your brain kind of like the lemming configuration in Hellraiser. <laughs> yeah, it just it just itches at you. Lovecraftian style. It's like reading the Necronomicon, and it, 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 it I kept seeing that dude that that it's like get that that quote. Why does it look so easy to breathe on TV? <laughs> like, but you know, if you actually. If you want to get deep about it, you know, and, and Larry, you've gotten your haircut by me, so you know I go deep into shit. I do know. <laughs> it's like, you know, everything you see on media and things to tell you how you should be living, 
it's like looks so easy and it feeds that beast of getting you to to live how society would want you to live. It, it became a whole thing for me and i and granted i look i haven't even smoked weed in about a week <laughs> yeah this is all so cold sober and that's what disturbed me the most yeah <laughs> and it, it, it also confirmed my thought process so yeah uh, you know, uh, we all know I'm not entirely well, but <laughs> there's, there's something to be said about this Jack Stober guy. I, I need to know more about him. I, I, yeah, I need to talk to this guy. Um, I'm, 30, I'm 35 seconds into this thing. I'm out. This is yeah. no, <laughs> no. You know why? Because both no. the parents and they're not, and both the parents love like you. Like, like he's using like an old like nine, 1980s giant camcorder right. on VHS right. to, to tape this. It's yeah. Well, look, look, look you're doing that too, according to your tile here. What? Say what? According to according to your tile here on our live stream in, in 2021. Uh, you're doing the same thing he's doing <laughs> in terms of your video quality. <laughs> like, I actually had to slow it down because of your bandwidth because you didn't hear me when I said it. At <laughs> uh, look, I will say this. I know I started watching the, fir the first part of this joint, and I was just like, why do these people look so crazy? And then... The little girl pops up, and I was like, but I didn't know it was a little girl. I was like, what is that house elf? I thought it was a bunny. Huh? It does look like Dobby. Oh, you're right. It looks like Dobby. Right. It looks like a house elf. And I was like, what is this? And then I realized, like, oh, that's her hair. That's a little girl. And I was like, oh, I don't know if that made it better or worse, but I was just like... <laughs> I was like, this is a, this is weird. And I'm not saying it got less weird as it went on, but I understood it better. Okay, that's, I, that might be I closed it. it it's... <laughs> Did, do, do they eat the cheese? No, now they're done. No. It's in food. I'm out. It's, oh, it's a no. I will say, um, wait, what happened? What? What? Uh, everyone, is everyone yeah. frozen? No, no. we just, no, we we just because we all talked at the same time. <laughs> but um, uh, one, of, one of the things that was concerned might be an issue for you was the music. Like I know it's not mm -hmm. typically what you listen to. How mm -hmm. how is the music for you? Well, the thing is the the the, the way the music was done, I, I actually at first it was annoying and that part of the brilliance of <laughs> Jack Strub because it was kind of like Broadway music, like narrating shit when she's with the family, you know? And then as it just kept getting darker and darker, like as dark as the dude that can't breathe is, the mirror guy was just eerie 
and yeah. scary. And that music kind of went like it was a devolution of musical style that was all still in the same style, just done differently for each scene. And, you know, being in the business now and, and, and scoring a film as well as executive producing, uh, I, I can I can see the brilliance in that and, and can see how much work that could take for just one person. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I appreciated the music. Uh, I, I did, once I heard it, I saw that it was kind of musical. I turned the volume down and just listened to the captions. And then in the second time I was blasting it much to Emily's chagrin at two in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Like, so, so what do you all get from it? Like, what's the whole point of Opal? Um, what I get out of it is actually uh, Jack Straub's expression of life and how it can affect kids. And, you know, you get exposed to certain things that your parents can't protect you from. And you kind of have to make sense of it. And that's something that nobody really thinks about kids. Like, oh, you tell them there's a God in the sky that hates that you beat off. And it's like, yeah, like you how's that going to affect the kid? I mean, we, we know from Larry, like we see Larry, like you can't watch more movies. So yeah, we get that, you know, but, but it's really like, it's kind of like that. Like there's things that as adults, we, we put on kids as expectations and things that we would like for ourselves and we can't protect them from ourselves. In a sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like expectations like lead to disappointments. Yeah. Do you do you feel like the um like does she actually have that family or is she just imagining that family? Yeah, she has a family. She does. Yeah, which is like, are we are we doing spoilers? I mean, yeah. is it is there a such thing as a spoiler for like a is, is there a story in this? I mean, there's definitely Well, a if you were bothered to watch it, the story is a small time. I I guess Oz's internet is being as intolerant as he is. <laughs> <laughs> There it is. I'm gonna hate when Oz can defend himself because he's got good internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll be oh, the day. That's too funny. So, yeah, that that is her family. She is a she's more of a thought. That kind of reached out into like a worse thought. Like T H O U G H T or like T H O. Yeah. Yeah, not a <laughs> she's not the FO over there. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Wow, man. Wow. Listen, you gotta understand how Joe's mind works. 
It could have been. It could went either way. I need to know what Jay's talking about. Like, you mean a thought or a thought? You know. <laughs> so I'm just saying. Okay, go ahead, Jay. Continue, please. I'm sorry. Yeah, she's a thought, and she tries to be a little more than. She tries to be more. She tries to explore, not realizing what she is, only to encounter danger and the nasty realization that she isn't. She isn't what? Real. She's a thought. So, wait. So, so that is her family, but she's not real. Correct. Oh, so you're like, I don't think I got it. Like, it, you're blowing my mind right now. I'm sitting here like, wait, wait. Maybe I should have watched this high. Is she... Imagine it. Wait, Wait, that's the cool thing. Does she like, have a family? She's not real. Alice, once you watch it, you'll understand. Or you won't. Like, I must be too. I, I, I would not watching it, it, <laughs> watching it is a prerequisite for the conversation. I agree with but that. Unfortunately, like, it's. You should watch it first and then talk. Yeah, it's, it's hard to. I just. Describe. It's hard to answer questions about. The actual story and the meaning, like we could talk about the aesthetic, the music, of the style, like all these things we can explain to someone that hasn't seen it. But when it comes to the story, then things get a little dicey. So, so are the people in the house real? Like yes. the people in the house, like so, so they're real, but she's not. Right. Yeah, I think I'm I'm in most camp. I'm about to go watch that joint again. But why does breathing look so easy on TV? Yeah. Yeah, what I said. <laughs> I, I'm gonna have to concur. That's uh, that's actually Oz's brain after watching it. Right. It look, that makes sense. That makes sense. Where you're just like, what? <laughs> But yeah, man, it's it's insane because I'm just like, yeah, like you saying that I'm gonna go back and watch it, and I'm probably gonna have a whole different experience because I'm just like, there was no part of me that felt like she was like not real, but now you say that I could see that that could be a possibility. I just didn't I didn't pick up on that that she's not real. But who knows? I mean, you know. I'm a but the things you got to back think because they don't tell you she's not real. I don't know what that means. Back thinking. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you got to back think. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Back think. <laughs> you got to reverse it. That's what you got to do. Right. It's like, you know the gravity well at the center of the hollow earth? You gotta do it like that. You gotta think. And then when you get there, you gotta back think. Like, oh, oh. Damn it. All of a sudden, you know what? Five out of five, guys, are the versus Kong. You <laughs> five out of five. That was my fault. I wasn't back thinking enough. So, Moses, what would you rate yeah. uh, Jack Stauber's Opal? I, honestly, like I, I 
enjoyed the aesthetics and I grew to enjoy the music and the experience as a whole. Like just it's a roller coaster ride of like, am I managing or am I not? Like just from yeah. production standpoint, like and that that adds something to the experience because it's my experience watching it and I'm sure you listening here on Podbean, you know, we just got a, a new badge for a certain thousand list downloads recently. So congratulations to us. But um, if you're listening there, like, that explanation, you got this because that experience is going to be your own. And I would like to hear that from you in the comments and the emails and our social media, because it, it, it's definitely it was a weird thing. I accidentally posted it on my. Insta- personal Instagram instead of the Fantastic Form Instagram because I was so confused and I got a bunch of likes. Like people that don't normally react to my posts, like, and it was just a trailer. Like it, it, it hit them some way just the trailer. So it's definitely an experience. And uh, you know, when it's something can do that for you in twelve minutes, that's easily four out of five. I would say five out of five if I actually got what it meant, like Joe did. (laughs) If anything, it just reflected shit about myself, which I hate and love at the same time, just like watching this weird ass shit. Mary Young, what would you rate this? I'm going right there with Mo. I'm going to give it a four out of five, too, because I'm not even sure if I enjoyed it. But. (laughs) It was an experience, and it was like a thing where I was like, it like it made me think, which you know, I mean, I can't say that about a lot of things. Like I don't have to think hard about much stuff that I'm watching on TV, the internet, or in a movie theater because you know people aren't making stuff on that level most of the time. You know what I'm saying? Like they're they're making lowest common denominator type stuff. And which right. I'm not mad at because you know I'm I you know I love a good popcorn flick. I'm not saying I, I don't say that to talk down about things that aren't this. What I'm saying is it's interesting. Like I usually have to work harder to find something that's gonna make me think. And Opal uh you know like took me off guard just because you know I mean listen. Jay, I know you, and I know the standards that you have in regards to, like, things that you decide to suggest in regards to, like, hey, you all should watch this. Even whether you thought we would like it or not, if you're like, you all should watch this, that means something to me because I know how you think. And so I'm like, okay, well, you know, I'm going to watch this and see what it's all about. And I was like, I'm watching it. I'm not sure if I have any idea what it's about. You know, and and that's not that's not common for me. I don't, I feel like it's very seldom that I, I I see something. and I'm like, I don't know. Like it was definitely something, and like just the idea that I can have a whole conversation about it that I find interesting. And again, I'm not even sure I liked watching it, but I found it interesting. So that's enough, you know. Like I don't have to like it. I don't need it to be like my vibe for me to like find it interesting or for me to be like, oh, I want to talk to other people about it. Like it could be your vibe and I'll still appreciate it on that level. But at the same time, I'm just like, I don't, I'm not exactly sure if I got it all. And how often does that happen? Seldom for me. Like, like, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that I don't like 
miss stuff because I'm sure I do, but most of the time I'm very thoroughly convinced on the idea that no, I didn't miss it. It's just not as good as you think it is. <laughs> you know, <laughs> this is one of those rare occasions where I'm like, you know what? I don't know. Like this might actually be a masterpiece, and I'm just not smart enough to get it. You know, <laughs> like that. Could be the so I'm gonna err on the side of caution, and I'm gonna give it a four out of five. <laughs> Because I'm like, I don't get it, but I feel like it's doing something. So, you know, and and I, I highly recommend Oz watches it so that he can talk to us about it next week. I watch it. <laughs> that that can be our pre our pre-show conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it. I'm not high enough to enjoy that. <laughs> ah, you, you you watched it on mute. Why why well okay, yeah. Does the soundtrack improve it? It's literally a musical. Soundtrack improves everything. I don't like musicals. You like it matters what it is. It matters when I'm gonna rate it, right? No, but you can't be like, oh, that musical sucked. I didn't hear any of the songs. Now, how many times on the show have I said I didn't read something because I didn't like the the visual aspect of it? And then you're gonna show me this piece of crap and expect me to get through all 12 minutes of it. No, twelve minutes is not fifteen. That's the, you know many, that's a true statement. You know how many times you know how many times you waste fifteen minutes on all types of ridiculous things that like give you nothing. It's not it's not a waste if I enjoy it. No, no time is ever wasted if you're doing something you enjoy. That look, that's one hundred percent not true. I wish I enjoyed more things. So that hour and a half it takes me to beat off one is not a waste of time because I enjoyed every minute of it. Hey, don't flatter yourself. Guy, who is this? This guy called out masturbator. Well, don't act like you're of it because you don't do it. So. I'm, oh, go ahead, Hep. I need to rewatch it after the show so I can get the full experience with the yeah, music. Yeah, you got to watch it with the music. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying you're going to like it. As I mentioned, <laughs> I'm not sure I like it. But what I can tell you is there's a different experience you're going to have with it with sound versus without sound. Definitely. And, and yeah, I can't tell you what's going to happen after the sound comes on because... I don't know if you're gonna like it more or less or understand it better than I did or I, not. I don't know. I don't know. On mute, I liked it. There you go. But like, I have no like, idea what the fuck's going on. I, I could totally see you liking it on mute, and then you play the music and you'd be like, actually, this is terrible. Like, <laughs> like that could happen. But Definitely. it may not. I'd be like, I love it even more. And that's why you should watch it with the sound too, because I'm just like, I don't know. I, like I don't know. I'm gonna watch it again myself, which is crazy because it's not like we're gonna necessarily talk about it again. But you can do one interested. shot about you liking it after. Hmm? Second. You could do a one shot about watching it again. Yeah, the opal I mean, one shot. Opal, the opal one shot. Damn. Now I will say I love this. I I love the visuals. They're creepy and uncomfortable, and they're just the worst. <laughs> but it's so stylish and terrible, and it's just—it is amazing to just watch it and get sucked into it. You get sucked into this 
terrible place that you want to leave <laughs> you can't because it, it's getting around a hold of you. And the music is the same. It's like I, I wanna I wanna stop, but I can't. Like I have to. And I, I love that. And it's so weird and it's so surreal. And I don't get it, but then I think I do. And I'm pretty <laughs> sure I do, but it's a hundred percent possible that I don't. And I enjoy it. Like this is something I enjoy. I enjoy all the contradictory feelings I have while watching it, while looking at it, while listening to it. Um, man, those people in the house were so creepy. Like each one was just more creepier than the last. <laughs> and I had the realization when you're like at the end and you're like, well, what the fuck have I been watching? And it's like, I've been watching Jack Stopper. That's it. Like, that's what I've been doing for the past 12 minutes. <laughs> and I love it. It's like five out of five. This is the perfect, I would say experience, but man, it's like not the perfect experience. It's a perfect experience because I would not want this to be the experience because like I said, it's creepy and uncomfortable <laughs> and possibly cursed. <laughs> it did have that vibe. It's possibly cursed. Wait a minute. Yeah. Why did I do this? This is, is going to be some like, creepy pasta stuff. It felt like you're watching the video of the ring. Like right. the video that you see in there. Like that's what it felt like. Because I, I actually did watch that video before the movie came out. <laughs> and I thought I was cursed. And then the movie came out about being cursed. <laughs> you guys get me dead. Am I dead in seven days? This is bullshit. I hope not. If you are, we're all going to die before you. Hey, that's true. I'm gonna take over the show. Give you a heads up. But then, who's gonna hit like on our YouTube videos? If heck I don't know, look, if there's no likes on our YouTube video, run, heck, run. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was Jack Starbucks. Um, are we doing news? Or are we getting out of here? <laughs> no, we. I think we should get out of here. I think we should, even though if there's any like. What if there's a pressing news story we should do? It. Larry doesn't want to do the news because Ray Fisher he's actually against, he's against it. Oh no, yeah. let's talk about Ray Fisher. <laughs> about Ray Fisher? <laughs> oh boy, did y'all read this article? I, I did. Sir. Wait, 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 what'd you say, Jay? I missed it. What'd you say, Mo? I said I didn't because I figured Larry didn't want to talk about it. Oh no, dude. <laughs> I read it. And it it's literally an article with Ray Fisher like laying stuff out, like actually talking. Uh-huh. Which I, I was kind of blown away by because I was like, wow, Ray Fisher is like actually like talking about the stuff that he alleged that Joss Whedon and uh uh friggin' Jeff Johns and friggin' The other dude, like I can't remember his name, and Hamada, 
like all these people. And listen, I, I look if you all haven't read it, then we should wait till next. No, week. what do you say they did? No, you need, you, you need to read that story. I gave I gave you the link, Mo. I know, but I didn't like the font. <laughs> I told you it, on the on the re, on the actual link, it wasn't the same font. It was I just know, that full that. I, honestly, I, I really thought Larry wasn't gonna like read it or anything. This joint is long. It's a long ass article. It's a good read though. It, it's a it's a good read, but I like I I will tell you this. So who touched them? I got to the end of this article and I'm like, am I a bad black person? I don't I mean, know. I could that Mo. Before. Wait, what did this fool I say? Hit the sound bite. What what did you say? What did you say? <laughs> oh. I literally was like, am I a bad black person? Uh like I don't know why I swallowed all that. <laughs> What? Why did that happen? I need my kitchen <laughs> to be lubricated. <laughs> because I will tell you, I read this entire article and I was like, I mean, I will say this. Here's the first thing I'll say. Everybody comes out this joint messy. Like, the only person that I feel like probably doesn't come out of this messy is maybe the dude uh, Hamada, like the new president of, of yeah. DC. He's the only dude that I'm like, nah, man. Like you know what that guy? Like I think he was just doing his job and he's probably fine. Uh, the other dude whose name I can't remember is the dude that like apparently he actually called Ray Fisher and like apologized. I feel bad that I can't remember his name. I think know. that dude comes out less messy than anybody else in the story. Well, I don't think so, though. Because I, I think so, because why would you apologize if you didn't do anything? Well, I think Especially in that regard, after everything that happened. He apologized because he was like, man, I'm sorry you had a bad experience. Like, you know, I, I think he just felt bad that that was Ray Fisher his experience personally and and that's like that's what a good person does like you know where it's like oh man like i i wasn't intending for that to happen but if that was your experience i'm sorry man like i i was not trying to have that happen and it feels like ray fisher was like cool with that you know that like whole thought process as far but as I mean, like, it, oh, man, it, like, once you get to the whole article it's basically like ray fisher wanted an apology that's all he wanted because there were certain people he had to deal with that were complete assholes starting right. with the uh, but, but, but this is the thing and i would agree with that 100 like joss whedon is an asshole and it's like based on the 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 things that he told the person that wrote this article it's like i don't see how you could read this article and not come away from it with that Charles Whedon's an asshole. At the same time, that's not what Ray Fisher was saying Joss Whedon was doing or was like if he was like, hey man, I like Joss Whedon's an asshole. I don't want to work with him anymore. That would have been one thing. But what he said was Joss Whedon's a racist and completely unprofessional and like you know, like 
the way he was treated is like shouldn't like it was completely unprofessional and shouldn't be like tolerated and it's like and to a degree i'm not saying well let, let me put it like this i don't I, I don't know that joss Whedon did anything racist to ray fisher and i would you don't love think somebody so? huh you don't think so i don't i don't like what was it okay that's the thing like, um, that, was, that was racist like so you you saw snyder cut right i did would you agree that Cyborg as a character was more fleshed out and better in that movie than the theatrical one? Oh, yeah. Like, the Snyder Cut, from a story perspective, is a better version of the Justice League movie, period. Period, yeah. Now, however, I don't think the Snyder Cut is a good movie either. Now, it, it's a superior story, but it takes four hours to do it, and there's no good reason for that. And so it's kind of like, it's, I think, uh, Harry, I think, I think Harry's it, point it, is it, that it, when you see the, the Snyder cut, you see what was shot, you see that Joss Whedon took every opportunity to cut out any moment featuring a person of color. The, well, the person, I don't, I don't see it that way though, because. Well, he took out all, all the color when Snyder did it. <laughs> look, look, what I'll say is this is. Joss Whedon came in and looked at a movie and was like, I don't know that Cyborg should be the center of a Justice League movie. Okay, and um, as, a, as a comic book fan, I feel that same way. And it doesn't have anything to do with Cyborg's color. It has to do with Cyborg as a character. Like, why, why is Cyborg the center of a Justice you're, League movie? You're taking the conversation to a place that isn't... It's relevant, but it's not relevant. Because at the end of the day... The Justice League movie wasn't for us. It wasn't for comic fans. It appeals to us because it's comic book, but it's it's trying to... The theatrical Justice League movie was trying to cash in on the popularity of the Marvel movies and the way it appealed to the casual people, the ones that aren't comic book fans, mostly kids. Yeah, but... Also, four hours isn't too long to tell a story. It, it absolutely is. Plus, if you look at the original idea, Justice League was supposed to be two separate movies. Pacific Rim Black is more than four hours long. It's also a TV Black show. It's a series, not one movie. Doesn't matter. It's still taking more than four hours to tell a story. It absolutely but the, this is, You're talking this, is, this is diverging from the point. Yeah, I think four hours is fine. Listen, look, it's two different formats, but that's fair. But it's not divergent from the point mo of uh, heck. What you reading? No, because like, like because yeah. here's the all thing. the brown people it's look like, the same, and I'm it, not even brown like that. <laughs> it's not divergent from the point because it's like even if you're saying it's, it's to cash in on Marvel fans, right? Okay, fine, we, we can go with that. But if you're going to cash in on Marvel fans, it's like the Snyder Cut, even if it's two movies, doesn't do that. That isn't what I said. 
I said the theatrical version of Justice League, the one that, that Joss Whedon put oh. out, was uh -huh. to do that. Everything that they did, especially taking out the majority of the Cyborg story, was to do that. But but why would why would you feel like Marvel fans want to see less black people when Black Panther is one of the most popular? I'm Marvel not saying movies? they want to. I'm saying that's what they're trying to do: appeal to the casual fan. I, do you I, understand I don't what understand I'm saying? How you're saying that when, like, the casual fan watched a two-hour movie with all black people except for like you, one. You, you read the article, correct? You read the article, I right? Did. Yeah. Did you see this thing about uh, Whedon wanting, or the studio, wanting Ray Fisher to do the Booyah line? Yeah. Okay. Why did they want him to do that? You understand why they wanted him to do that, right? To, to synergize with the cartoon. Right. There's no reason to synergize the movie with the cartoon. There's absolutely no reason other than to appeal to the casual fan. Because no, Teen I, Titans Go yeah. is really popular with the kids. Look, Lawrence, look, Lawrence, you're trying to you're trying to connect it to racism, and that's not what what Hector's talking about at all. No, but I'm, that's, not, I'm, I'm not I'm, I'm not I'm not at the racism part yet. Right, I, I'm right. literally saying it's not racist. Right. That well, that's what I'm saying is you're asking Heck to explain why why these changes are racist, but. It hasn't even gotten to the racist part. These are just changes to make the movie more palatable to the average person. I, I'm, I'm pulling the human part of Godzilla and Kong right now to explain wh okay. why we get okay. to the racist part. He'll get to the okay. racism okay. later. Right now, it's just appealing to a general audience is what Hector right. is. Right, right. Okay. No, and, so and the, bo the Booyah synergy is to appeal to the kids because it's Teen Titans Go. Right. Right. So Ray Fisher didn't feel that was appropriate because there's no right. other character that has a catchphrase. Right. And because he's a black guy, he has to have a catchphrase similar to yeah. how black characters had catchphrases in the 80s and 90s and whatnot. Right. And he thought it was bullshit. Right. Which I, I'm not he, mad he at that. He found that racist. I, I, I get it, but Joss Whedon didn't ask for that. Right, but he puts it on Joss Whedon because he brought up the objection to it, and Joss Whedon basically said, "You have to do it. You have to do yeah, these but, takes." But Josh, but see, that's the thing. Joss Whedon asked him to do it because the studio asked Joss Whedon to put it in. Right, and, and Joss Whedon and, was there to fix something that they thought was wrong. And and but, and, but that's the thing. Like like, I'm not mad at Joss Whedon for being like. Oh, okay. I don't so, see. I don't see a problem with that. And it's like, okay. it's not at the end of the day. It's not like Joss Whedon was the one that was like, "You got to do it." It was the studio people that told him he has to do it. Nah, Joss Whedon kind of did it, but no, so no, he did. back Wait, thinking. Wouldn't. Hold on, <laughs> back thinking. Earlier in the store in the article, he says he met with Zack Snyder and whoever else was the writer, or whatever. They they talked about cyborg, how to flesh him out, how to make him, uh, uh, what's the word? How to be properly represented as a black right. person, mm -hmm. right? And they did they did that. He was directly involved in that process, right? And then to have that all scrapped away by the studio and Joss Whedon. Well, but here's the thing, 
It's not the studio and Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon came in to do what the studio told him to do. But Joss Whedon is right there. He's ahead. And you can see that they're kissing his ass to keep him there to use that uh, stroke, for lack of a better term. The stroke that Joss Whedon has as a director from Marvel no, to, I, to help them. I feel what you're where you're going with this, and I, I'm not I, like I don't think you're wrong in the sense that the studio is trying to make sure that Whedon's happy. But I guess what I'm saying is we're putting the burden on Whedon because he happens to be in the director's chair, and it's like saying like, well, he should have been more sensitive about like you know the the like like he you're basically saying. Whedon should have had the same mentality that Snyder did. And it's like not I, not the same mentality, but similar, like to to properly why? represent when why not? When when Fisher do you not care about representation? When, when, well, Fisher, when Fisher gets in gets back into the studio to do the, the booyah line, Joss Whedon's reaction was like, Yeah, boy, you're gonna do what I tell you. Wait, what? Nice work, wait, 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 wait a minute. Now, that's a bit of an overstatement of what actually happened, don't you think? No. Oh, you read the article? Yes. And you feel like he was, what he said was, yeah, boy, you're going to do what I tell you? I'm paraphrasing, but yeah. From quoting Hamlet? What? What? Exactly. <laughs> Doesn't he quote Hamlet? Oh, what was yes. the actual quote? Yes, he does. Did you all not read the article? Yeah. I, 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 I translating from English into, you know, regular English. No, but yeah, okay, well, you're doing a poor job. I mean, look, you can be flat out racist or flowery language racist. You still I, racist. All, all I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, Joss Whedon did make a bit of a spectacle of him ending up having to say the line anyway. And that was an asshole move, but I don't think it had anything to do with race. And and I'm saying like that that part isn't about racism so much as completely like well, can we get over to the, the racism part? Can we get to the, I mean, the racism part? Because well, that was his whole thing, like on the Twitter campaign to promote the Snyder Cut was all or, the, or, part. Or, the, the racism or, part. Or, or, you what's the racism part, Heck? The racism part is that he worked with Zack Snyder to make Cyborg a fleshed out representative. Repre, what's the word? Like, to, to, to make be, more representative of the proper, culture of the race. Right, because because Cyborg is technically the first DC character of, uh, or the first black DC character to appear in, in live action. Right. So it basically so, he didn't want to fuck it up. Right. And that's a conversation so, he had with Zack Snyder. Yes, with Zack Snyder. And the racism part comes in where they basically erased all that. The story arc, the fact that he had two parents that were basically the Cosby's. Like yeah, rich yeah, people. Absolutely. But and, like, and, oh good. Yeah. So once once they take they took the whole story out basically because if you watch the theatrical cut none of that translates and then he's just he he just becomes a token black guy in the theatrical cut he's just, I, he's just side 
side character well, cyborg. Well, look, look, token black guy is is a little harsh. No, no, it's not. Like no, that's what because... cyborg is in the theatrical cut, and that's what he is in the Justice League comic book. Okay. I mean, which you know, like he literally is just there to be to break up all the white. Now, and no. I, what I can't tell you from what I did watch of the Snyder Cut is that those moments where they show his Cosby parents were moments that didn't move the story along at all. Yeah, it, it's they, not necessary. They well, don't, they don't move along the, the overall story. They move right. along the origin of Cyborg. Right. But and that's, that's what that. he was more worried about. about. But, but here's, here's the thing, Hecht, where it's like, I would. I guess my thought was like, okay, I'm I, like I read the article thinking like, okay, I'm about to get the dirt on what Josh Wheaton said or did to this dude to make him to to make him know that Josh Wheaton's a racist. And at the end of the day, it was kind of like, well, it's like he had a contract, like 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 Ray Fisher had a contract, like a verbal contract with Zack Snyder, and then Zack Snyder left. And then when Josh Wheaton contract. brought in, huh? I wouldn't say verbal contract. It was basically he was a collaborator on how right. cyber. It was a be. verbal understanding, like you know, like it, it's not. I'm not saying it's like like a contract, like set yeah. in stone. But it, it, it's the way it was going to be if Zack Snyder was there. Exactly. And then Josh Wheaton was brought in, and Josh Wheaton was like given his marching orders, and he, of course told the studio like hey, well here's what my vision is for the movie and then ray fisher was like hey this is completely different than what i talked about with zach and joss whedon was like well i'm not that which you know it's like it would have been nice if he would have been like well what did zach say that you want what, were, what was your understanding with zach it would have been nice if he had done that and but he didn't and that makes him a butthole but i don't know if that makes him racist no. Because it's deeper than that. It wasn't just that isn't me. That's not what he said. He basically big shotted him. Didn't didn't listen to any objections that he had. Well, yeah, but but big when you say big shotted him, you mean like I'm I'm Joss Whedon and you're Ray Fisher. Like, yeah, right. that's a that's an asshole move, but it's not racist. Like Ray Fisher is not a power player. No that's one true. knew his name before this. Like when the theatrical cut came out, I didn't know his name. It wasn't. But it wasn't. Ju- it wasn't just I, him. I, because if you look I at mean, the article, it, it's he's he's the one that spoke out the most, so he gets all the right. heat. But it wasn't just him. It was Momoa and Gadot too. I, I'm not. I'm not saying it was just him. But understand, like Gal Gal Gadot handled her stuff internally, and it got handled. Because she was a player at that point. Wonder Woman was a hit. So she had clout. Ray Fisher, no one knew who that dude is. Like, I mean, you can't tell me one thing Ray Fisher's probably been in other than this. You know I what I mean? Or he's been in. No, but I'm, I'm not but saying... It, doesn't, it like, doesn't change... You know what I mean? It doesn't change what happened. I guess here's what I'm saying is... I'm not saying that... It, what happened to him was was right, but what I'm saying is I don't know if it was racist. I think it might have been because he wasn't somebody, quote unquote, and that sucks. That makes Joss Whedon a butthole. I agree, but does it make him a racist? Like what? I think you're agreeing just racist? to say he's a butthole. 
Huh? Be, I think you're agreeing because you you get to say he's a butthole. But do you understand why he's a butthole? You're saying he's a butthole because he didn't want to listen to Ray Fisher. Can we? Not but you're not looking at the whole thing. Like that's that's disturbing. <laughs> but but no. But what what part am I missing? Just just the way he treated the actors, like the the story that Fisher says, how he he was subtly threatening the career or whatever of Godot. And all that kind of stuff that was in the article. I mean, it's yeah. it's deeper than what we're talking about. Just because I don't remember the details, I read the story like two, no. three days ago. No, no. I mean, I, listen. I'm not like again. I agree with you. Like he definitely, he definitely threatened Gal Gadot's career, and it got to the point where they were like, "Hey, man, you can't talk to Gal." Well, you can't even talk to the whole crew unless there's like a representative from the studio there because we need to make sure you're treating these people properly. But no, but I guess what I'm saying is, what's the part that's like, man, you treated Ray Fisher like that because he's black, or you treated Momoa like that because he's a Pacific Islander? Like, where did I that happen? Wait. I can't wait till the rest of Fantastic Forum writes articles about me. <laughs> like that's that that's like I'm not trust me, like even like and don't get me wrong, like I said, everyone comes out messy, like Joss Whedon. Is basically like I mean I don't know if he's like quite blacklisted, but people aren't trying to work with him. Friggin' Jeff Johns had his publicist in this article point out that he's like Lebanese American, and I'm like, yeah, that was real. I was like, is Jeff Johns part Lebanese? Like Jeff Johns? Like Jeff Johns is a white dude, right? Like come on, hey, man. No, hey, hey, you, you, like, you're oh, not the arbiter of how much color he has. I mean, don't white shame him. He has a black friend. His fault. He's got like 30, per, 30. He's not his fault. He got 35% color. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, Lebanese American. I'm like, dude, who's ever. He brought who? Cyborg into the Justice League. Of course, he loves <laughs> black people. <laughs> Look, and I'm just saying, it's like, dude, there's like, like, Everyone comes away looking like really messy, in, in my opinion, including including Ray Fisher. Like I feel like he could have handled this differently and would have probably made out better. But instead, if it's just like, if he would have handled it, if he would have handled it in a way where he comes out better, nothing would have changed. What's That's changed? True. I guess is the question. <laughs> well, like, we still got what what. What actions were taken in response to all this? The Nothing. only thing is WB doesn't mess with Joss Whedon anymore. And black people still have a problem in society. I, I mean, womp, womp. but that's the thing. Like, I don't, I like, I, I, and I might be looking at it wrong. Like, I, I want somebody to come and tell me like, hey, no, this is racist and here's why. But I'm like, I honestly feel like this is more of a thing where Joss Whedon came in like, why are we? Why is this movie about Cyborg? Like Cyborg is not even a significant part of the Justice League. Big and Man Chet I mean, is a Big Man Chet says Cyborg in the Justice League comics has never been a fleshed out character. Uh, he goes on to say Cyborg gets no love in the Justice League comic or theater release, and as a black man, I just expected it at this point. Listen, I'm just saying, like, see, that's that, that kind of feeling is fucked up, but it's not. Because it's not to say that a black member shouldn't be in the Justice League. 
It's just that Cyborg was the wrong pick. Jeff Johns likes Cyborg. Right. And and so he decided to put Cyborg in the Justice League. But Cyborg doesn't have any business in the Justice League. That should have been if you're gonna put a black person in the Justice League, it should have been either Mr. Terrific. Mr. Terrific is a better pick than Cyborg, but mm-hmm. it probably honestly it should have been either John Stewart or it should have been friggin' Black Lightning. You know why they put him in the Justice high, League, Lawrence. right? What? what Lawrence, are you high? How did Why you skip I... over Martian Manhunter? Martian Manhunter's not black, he's an alien. Look, he looks black when he's human. Yeah, but he doesn't have to. Appropriation well, look, Oz actually being black. <laughs> yeah, Oz, Oz actually miss said what he wanted to say, and it's like because he doesn't count black people as human. <laughs> saying that you can have Martian Manhunter be a black person as Zack Snyder has shown us, <laughs> you know, but it doesn't make him like Martian Manhunter is not a black person. He's he, he a has a similar plight. Pretending. You know, I mean, he's not even a, over he, just as much. His people were were oppressed by by white versions of his people, but they they were more like Jews than black people. There were black Jews too. Listen. I'm not trying to tell you anything about Jewish people. What I'm trying to say is, and so and and that that's that's all I'm saying. Heck, is like you know I'm just saying like cyborgs a bad pick, and I think that because like honestly this like and and this is gonna sound like really crazy, but it, it at the same time I honestly believe this. If Jeff Johns didn't love cyborg so much, this whole thing wouldn't be happening. Like Ray Ray Fisher. Could have totally been John Stewart or Black Lightning, and it probably would like and and everything else could have been the same. And Josh Whedon been brought in, and his role would probably have been fine because you know I I don't even understand why does Zack Snyder think that this movie should have centered around Cyborg? I don't understand that even at all. Like you know, and then even in the article they were like, I like, like Cyborg. I, no, I know you do, Jay. And there's nothing wrong with liking Cyborg. I'm not saying. Cyborg's a bad character. What I'm saying so is... Cyborg or Steel for the Justice League, Larry? <laughs> you know what? Steel, I would I would have been okay with Steel because it's after the death of Superman. No, no neither. Neither belongs in the Justice League. Steel, Steel is okay. Uh, I'm I'm down Steel, with that. Steel is definitely... Come on, Oz. It's like that Ray Fisher was Steel without the hammer. Oz, you're supposed to be you're supposed to be our DC guy. Ah, uh, let's yeah. let's just keep the Justice League white this, or whatever. This is, this is, this no, is, it's not uh, keeping white. <laughs> let's just keep it keep it how it's been for however many years. I, I, I'm the DC guy, decades. but you but you mock me when I bring up Martian Manhunter, who is more deserving of a Justice League spot than Black Lightning or John Stewart. Nobody is saying don't put Martian Manhunter in the Justice you League. You just did. You no literally representation of a black person. You just said no Martian Manhunter. No, I didn't you guys that. are I talking about things. Black. I don't even know why that Stewart is even in the conversation unless unless they confirm that Ryan Reynolds is is oh, how. Here's here's the whole thing too. It's like if you want to diversify the Justice League, it's already been done. Like you can do that in ways that make more sense for the characters. Like you could have done like a hawk woman and diversify it that way. If you want, she's not black. 
there's there's versions of her that are not white. Yeah, but they're not black either, right? I think there's versions of no, her that aren't white. There's there's versions of her that are black. I think there's a black version and I think there's a Latina version. Yeah. I think. But what what'd you say, Hack? Uh I think there's black versions of every character in some universe. I mean, no, but that but we're not talking about like random hey, you're talking about things that aren't relevant to the stories because you're talking about what ifs. We're talking about something that happened. We're uh, talking about an action it, that happened. Take in DC they're not called what if, they're called elsewhere. <laughs> but we're but, talking I about mean, else worlds. I hear you, I hear you, Hector. And I'm listen, I'm not mad. Like, I appreciate you riding, and and I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying I just don't see it the same way. And that that's really the long and the short of it. Not not so much like, you know, like and and and, and on that note, we gotta go. Yeah, and and trust me, like I, I get that I'm sure that if you if you reread the article, you'll be able to like tell me where oh, I'm missing look, it. There there's I'm telling you what was in the article. I'm not telling you my personal feelings on it. I'm just telling you what was in the article. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, hey, heck. Let's get some yeah. final thoughts, man. He, he should have led with that, heck. It, this is good time. I had fun. Thank you, guys. We got to play the, the music. It is playing. Oh, I don't hear it. Sorry. All right. Let's get some final thoughts. Lawrence isn't used to getting facts in a news story because of all the CNN he watches. Oh, boo. boo. He's, he's used to opinion, not facts. Oh, my God. This guy. Mo, final thoughts. Look, if you like Opal, uh, check out Dumbland from David Lynch or anything by David Lynch. Um, the tool videos. Uh, the Code Orange video that's also an adult swim short is, is called Autumn and Carbine. They actually did all the motion capture themselves in their home in quarantine with their iPhones <laughs> and uh, made a music video out of it. Uh, and also uh, plays Xeno Gears. And I, I find it a little weird that everybody that loved the Snyder Cut has said Killery in the last three years. <laughs> Jay, I've done my I've done my study. Like it's ninety percent of the people that say Killery give Snyder Cut ten out of ten. All right, Jay. Final thought. Um, rewatching, rewatching Invincible and thinking about it, and I realized that nowhere in the show do they do they mention that Viltrumites age at a different rate than humans. They haven't got to that yet. Kind of important. Hmm? They haven't got to that yet. That conversation happens when when they realize that that home dude is the one that killed the Justice League. No, that happens when uh, in the comic. It happens when uh, uh, when he's talking to. I think that happens when he's talking to Mark about first getting his powers, about the fact that he's probably going to get powers. I remember that conversation when at the end of that conversation is when Mark says, I'm not going to screw over my planet. And it ends with the dad saying, I get fine and makes the fist. And that's when he, he goes after him. Yeah, but that's that's, that's not the, the first time. That, that's not the first time they mentioned Viltrumites aging differently. Okay. 
I, I'll, I'll go with you on it because you've read all of them. I've only read some of them. So, okay. Mary Young, final thoughts. For the entire Fantastic Forum, thank you for hanging out with us. We do appreciate you. We'll be back next week. In the meantime, make sure that you go ahead and check us out on all our social media. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Join our group. Uh, friggin' like and subscribe on our YouTube channel. We're the Fantastic Forum. We'll be back next week. Until then, we'll catch you next day. Thank <laughs> you.